0: You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on KPAL965.com. ...and hold those responsible for it
1: accountable. This is Guy Benson, host of The Guy Benson Show.
2: You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com.
0: Call 800-251-8381 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381. What do you have to lose? Call 800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381.
3: I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom but a little over a year ago we realized she couldn't take care of herself without our help and well how could I not be there for her I had no idea how hard it would be and just what I would need to know things I never thought of like how to improve her mood and even for me ways to stay positive luckily I found the caregiving resource center from AARP it had articles about the basics that got me started but also information about the hurdles I was facing in this new role. I could even connect with experts and hear from others who had been in my place. I know this road we're on isn't an easy one, but I'm really happy to have the extra help for her and for me. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. This message is brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
0: Russell Wilson here. The Play 60 United Way and the NFL are helping kids play at least 60 minutes a day.
4: Healthy kids!
0: To get involved, go to unitedway.org slash play 60. Donate! Are you guys going to do that every time? Yes, of course! Brought to you by
2: United Way and the Ad Council.
5: News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square Media Station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio.
4: Will the masks stay off? I'm Roger Stern, Fox News. No word from the Biden administration on whether it's going to appeal yesterday's court ruling striking down the federal mask mandate on planes, trains, and other forms of public transportation. Fox's Jillian Turner.
6: U.S. District Judge Catherine Kimball Mazzell in Florida writes the CDC failed to justify its decision to extend the mask mandate, saying it, quote, exceeds the CDC's statutory authority and violates the procedures required for agency rulemaking. The Biden administration administration extended the national mandate by 15 days. Before this ruling, it was slated to expire May 3rd. Last month, 21 states sued the Biden administration seeking to repeal the mandate. Top health officials say the mandate's needed to help protect Americans as new COVID cases are on the rise once again across large swaths of the country.
4: Russia is now moving into the second phase of its war in Ukraine. Now the president
0: here, Zelensky, in Ukraine is warning that this entire country should be prepared for what Western intelligence officials have been warning about, Russia's major second phase of this war in the East.
6: Now we can already state that Russian troops begun the battle for the Donbass, for which they have been preparing for a long time. A significant part of the entire Russian army is now concentrated on this offensive. No matter how many Russian troops are driven there, we will fight. We will defend ourselves and we will do it every day. We won't give up anything Ukrainian.
4: Russian missile strikes have already ramped up in the area of Kharkiv. Fox's Matt Finn in Lviv. A spring nor'easter has left flooded roads and scattered outages. For heavy snow, it's
7: primarily interior new york at some elevation so you know northern central southern tier of new york also far northeastern pennsylvania
4: america is listening to fox news i'm getting vaccinated with prevnar 20 so am i because
7: i'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia
8: i'm asking about prevnar 20 because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. Pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower risk response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I want to be able to keep my plans.
7: So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20.
4: In New York City, police have yet to solve a murder mystery from this past weekend. The killing of a Queens woman whose dismembered body was left in a duffel bag
9: 51 year old or gall was stabbed reportedly 60 times inside the basement of her queens new york home her body was then stuffed inside of a duffel bag the stay-at-home mom's husband and 17 year old son were reportedly out of town looking at colleges her 13 year old son was in the home at the time of the murder he was questioned but police let him go gall's remains were found near a highway nine blocks away from her home a trail of blood leading back to her house a neighborhood surveillance camera appears to capture a man dragging a bag behind him police say gall's body was inside fox's
4: brian yenis authorities have ordered evacuation south of prescott arizona because of wildfires as of yesterday afternoon 500 acres were destroyed a former mayor in maryland who sent out revenge porn is back in the news fox's sue guzman reports that he won't go to jail
6: Andrew Bradshaw, the former mayor of Cambridge, Maryland, who admitted he posted nude photos of a former girlfriend on Reddit. is going to avoid jail time thanks to a plea deal agreement. Bradshaw pleaded guilty to five counts of distributing revenge porn. He had been sentenced to a year and a day for each of the counts, but under the deal, he won't have to do any jail time. Instead, he'll have to pay $5,000 in fines, $750 in restitution for the victim, and to 100 hours of community service. Roger resigned as mayor following his arrest in November. Sue Guzman, Fox News.
4: Infowars, the company owned by conspiracy theorist Alec Jones, has filed for bankruptcy. The company owes millions of dollars to the parents of Sandy Hook shooting victims after Jones claimed the shootings never happened. I'm Roger Stern, Fox News.
5: The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Ardco Equipment Rentals in New Iberia. Let ARDCO handle all of your heavy equipment needs.
4: I'm Charles Payne, and this is the Fox Business Report.
10: Stocks kicking off the week in the red as the 10-year Treasury yield continued its upward march, putting pressure on tech stocks, which were among the biggest laggards. Earnings season kicks off in high gear this week with seven Dow members and 66 S&P 500 companies releasing financial results. And Bank of America's earnings and revenue beat Wall Street estimates, and investors shrugged off its 12% decline in profit for the first quarter, and its stock rose 3%. In Twitter, stock jumped 7% after its board implemented a poison pill to weaken Elon Musk's $43 billion takeover bid for the company. And American Airlines is slowly reintroducing the sale of alcohol on its flights starting on Monday after halting the service for domestic flights for more than two years. The Dow falling 40 points, the Nasdaq down 19, S&P 500 down a point. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky,
11: invested in you. After 9-11, Ben Harrow couldn't wait to enlist in the Army. But in Afghanistan, Ben stepped on an IED while leading an anti-terrorism mission. Ben survived, but lost both of his legs above the knee, two fingers, and sustained injuries to his right forearm. Ben now lives in a smart home from the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which gave him back his independence despite his severe physical challenges. Help heroes like Ben. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers.
2: Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the cape hell news center
12: it is 606 in the morning bernie what's on the widget
5: all right today's widget 51 and clear skies it's going to be another glorious day
12: it is going to be another glorious day. Cool, breezy, sunny, high of 75 today in Acadiana. Enjoy it while it lasts before another cold spell comes. Yeah. A full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit. For News Talk 96.5 KPL, I'm Ian Ozan. We start in Lafayette where the Public Library Board of Control is going to keep a controversial DVD in its stacks. The library board voted to allow Scotty and the Secret History of Hollywood to remain on the shelf. However, anyone who wants to check it out will need to provide identification proving he or she is at least 17 years or older. The woman who challenged the DVD didn't show up for last night's meeting. The board also deferred action on a new Northeast Regional Library, as well as action on amending its bylaws. Those items tabled until the next meeting next month. In Sunset, a high-speed chase ends in a crash. That crash knocked down a telephone pole. The suspect was injured and taken to the hospital. No word yet on any charges or about what led to that chase. In Jeff Davis Parish, state police, sheriffs, deputies, and other officials are combing rural areas for evidence in the Ella Goody case. Authorities say they'll be searching a 50-square-mile area near Iowa for evidence. So far, they've not found anything related to the case. Goody has been missing for more than a month. Her vehicle was found in Missouri, but there's been no trace of her. A person of interest is in custody. In New Iberia, police are looking for a suspect connected to an armed robbery and a shooting. Ricky Thibodeau Jr. is accused of holding up a store on Admiral Doyle Drive and then shooting a man in the head at another location on South Hopkins Street. Thibodeau is wanted on attempted first-degree murder and armed robbery charges. In Baton Rouge, the House Appropriations Committee approves a budget proposal, but one of Governor John Bel Edwards' major projects takes a hit. The committee slashed funding for a proposed Mississippi River Bridge in Baton Rouge. The governor had asked for $500 million for that project. The committee split that $500 million proposal among multiple projects across the state, including the new bridge. In the Senate, a committee will discuss eliminating the death penalty in Louisiana. Kevin Gallagher has a preview.
13: Monroe Democrat Senator Katrina Jackson's bill goes before Senate Judiciary C today. Dead Man Walking author Sister Helen Prejean supports the bill because she says it's time.
11: We haven't had an actual execution
13: in Louisiana in 17 years. The state hasn't been able to buy lethal injection drugs for many years. Prejean says Louisiana is among only 27 states that still execute killers, but it needs to end.
11: The last step is going to be to just take it off the books. We don't really need it anymore.
13: She says if we're a pro-life state, this is a pro-life issue
11: not just for the innocent but
13: even for the guilty i'm kevin gallagher
12: back in the house term limits for assessors
9: are on a committee agenda today Brooke dorrington has a preview louisiana voters have supported term limits for legislators at both the state and national level but would they do the same for assessors new orleans representative mandy landry would like to find out
14: i do think that voters would feel the same for assessors
9: House Bill 288 would put term limits on this November's
14: ballot. Landry says there are two reasons for the bill. Not only is this a good government measure, but that it's a fairness measure.
9: Attorney Brian Eddington spoke against the bill on behalf of the Louisiana Assessors Association, citing the potential loss of institutional knowledge. The measure passed 7 to 6. I'm David Grubb.
12: My apologies to David Grubb. His voice is a tad deeper than that of mm. Brooke Nah, uh,
5: Well, you know, these things happen. That's cool.
12: Yeah, it happens. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns dominate the St. Louis Billikins. The Cajuns posted 15 runs in the fourth and fifth innings combined to beat the Billikins 19-0. Megan Shorman recorded 13 strikeouts in a one-hit effort in front of friends and family in her hometown. Shorman also got a chance to bat her first at-bat of the season. She came up a foot shy of a home run. She had to settle for an RBI double. Jordan Cavalinari quinionis for what it's worth, hit the game's two home runs. Louisiana back in action today against Illinois. The meeting was originally scheduled as a doubleheader, but that's been changed to a single game. That's because Illinois has to play a doubleheader tomorrow uh, to make up uh, a rainout from this past weekend. Game time set for 4 o'clock. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team, meanwhile, plays LSU tonight in the Wally of Classic. First pitch in Baton Rouge, scheduled for 6.30. In the NBA, game two of the Western Conference quarterfinals between the New Orleans Pelicans and the Phoenix Suns will take place tonight. Tip-off set for 9 o'clock. In the NFL, Tom Brady says his, quote, love of the game inspired him to unretire. Brady says he knows there's, quote, still a place for me on the field, end quote. Most fans say, that's BS. He didn't want the domestic life. Brady will be 45 when he begins yeah. the upcoming NFL season, his 23rd in the league. Bad news, Bernie. All Nobody right. won the Powerball last night.
5: So it wasn't either one of us. Well, man, all right. Well, well the
12: good news is one. for tomorrow night, the Powerball is worth $370 million. Ooh,
5: I could see myself spending a little bit of that. I, I think our university would benefit greatly. I'm just... Throwing that out there to the yes, uh, we have a gods.
12: lot. We have a lot of people who would benefit greatly from three hundred seventy million dollars. There are a lot of people who could benefit from that money, and I could think of a few ways that I could benefit.
5: Ooh, from what are that we saying?
12: Money. That that would be us, yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, tonight the Mega Millions jackpot at its base of twenty million dollars. We've had two consecutive Mega Millions drawings with winners. Will we get a third straight jackpot mm. winner tonight? We will find out. Around 9 o'clock this evening when the numbers are drawn. Remember, you could get lucky tonight. And finally. Yes, sir. We go to Michigan for this one. Hello, Michigan. What's going on? Police had to make an eviction. Okay. We go to Auburn Hills for this one. This is just outside of Detroit. If you're a basketball fan, you're familiar with Auburn Hills, the palace at Auburn Hills, the arena that formerly hosted the Detroit Pistons. A police officer out in Auburn Hills had to go knock on a door to make that eviction. Well, more specifically, the officer had to knock on the top of a trash can. Oh,
5: um, okay. You're going to have to definitely go in-depth here. What's going on?
12: Police from Auburn Hills posted video of the search warrant being Uh served at said trash can. Yeah. Would you like to guess who or what police evicted?
5: Uh, I'm guessing a big giant raccoon.
12: You are correct. What? I just... Police shared a video of the bandit that surrendered without incident. Their Um. words, when they discovered the culprit, uh, a hunkin' raccoon lurking in the trash can, (laughs) the police officer uh, banged on the top. The raccoon poked its head out the bin, looked around, saw the police officer, and like any good bandit did or would do, took off without incident. Mm, I only guessed that
5: because years ago we had that issue big daddy he looked like he weighed about 50 pounds and his little friends well they weren't Mm -hmm. his friends i think they were his kids uh they used to hang around here
12: so oh my the the video he knocks and the and the raccoon comes out and he looks (laughs) like like hey man stop stop messing with me you know it's my home it's awesome and the police officer runs uh, i could run faster than that police officer he's about 100 (laughs) pounds slimmer than i am he just does the he just does the little shuffle uh walking away. Raccoon pops out, looks around, and whoop he's
5: like, Bye. Yeah, he's like, Bye.
12: All right, I'm <laughs> going. I get the message.
5: <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. You know, and that's the thing, man. They just feed off anything they can find. They love trash. So they're just, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of do their thing. So no did, word, on, did it no say, word on if
12: Oscar's still there.
5: Uh, yeah. And did it say like uh how much poundage this thing no. was?
12: It didn't say, but just eyeballing it, uh, he's at or above 25 pounds. Wow, yeah, he's a big Yeah, he's boy. a big one. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he is a big one. Uh, he looks like, coming out, if I didn't know any better, he'd look like the professional wrestler Repo Man.
5: Oh, really? Okay.
12: I'll send you a picture of that. Yeah, we'll please do.
5: Like, I've got some things I'm kind of thinking of in my mind, but I'd like to see that.
12: <laughs> Hold on, Let me let me go to the phone right now. Let's see, Repo Man Barry Darso. Let's see. Find the picture. There we go. All right. Uh, let's see. Copy and then back and paste. Send. All right. You should get. Uh, this is what the raccoon looks like.
5: <laughs> I'm excited. Wait. Let's see. Oh, oh Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. Good one. Okay. That's, that's exactly what I bet it looks like. I think the raccoon
12: has the ex- exact same smile on his face, too.
5: Well, he looks like he's some sort of 60s villain in the Batman cartoon with Adam West.
12: Yeah, that's about yeah. right, because yeah. Repo Man was a horrible gimmick for a great guy like Barry Darso. <laughs> he goes from Crusher Khrushchev being one half a demolition and then goes to that cheesy gimmick. Still <laughs> hey, better man. than in one Barry Darso. Yeah, and you gotta
5: got to make a living. All right, it's coming up now on 616. This is Acadiana's Morning News. That was your news update. Your news update brought
1: to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery home furniture plus bedding welcome home
15: a front has pushed its way across acadiana and as a result it looks like our weather is going to be a little quieter over the next couple of days should be An improvement from the weekend. We should get all of that moisture out of here at least for a couple of days. I think today and tomorrow actually looking quite nice. We'll wake up to some cloud cover, but eventually more and more sunshine. Temperatures are going to be in the mid to upper 70s, about 76 to 77 degrees. Winds are coming from the north at 10 to 15 miles an hour. Overnight lows tonight going to be dropping down into the lower 60s. Sunny headed into tomorrow. Maybe a few fair weather clouds. Temperatures staying in the 70s for tomorrow as well. I do think we get closer to about 80 degrees again by Wednesday. Clouds move back into the area and moisture takes over for the back part of the work week. Not necessarily going to translate into any kind of serious rainfall here for this week, but it does mean it will be a little bit muggier after Wednesday. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL.
5: And we do have clear skies and 51 degrees weather. Brought to you by Broussard Poche, certified public accountant to your firm for a lifetime.
2: News Talk 96.5, KPEL, right now, traffic.
5: Not doing too bad. We do have a little fender bender, though. It's uh, being reported this morning in the 3300 block of Louisiana Avenue. If you happen to be in that area, please just buck. All 50 states. it's Tuesday. We survived Monday. We yes, we
12: it. did. And we need some air drums.
5: Yes. Always. Always. A little bit. A little bit. Let's do it. Yeah! <laughs> Ian Ozan, Bernadette Lee, and Katie Anna's Morning News, Tuesday morning. Good morning. Good morning, Bern. Hey, my friend. Okay, so I have to ask. Uh-huh. So, legislators... Um, well, it sounds like they sent a message to the governor, which I thought was interesting. A budget proposal, but one of the major projects that the governor wants. Mm-hmm. And they slashed funding for the proposed Mississippi River
12: Bridge. Uh-huh. They slashed funding. Huh. And you know what? Uh, well, yeah. When something happens with the current or one of the two current Mississippi River Bridges. Yeah. And there's going to need to be a replacement. You know what they're going to say? John Bell did that.
5: Right, right, right. This is a
12: matter of state lawmakers, A, trying to stick it to the man, Mm -hmm. B, trying to send money back to their districts ahead of next year's election, saying, Mm -hmm. hey, look what we did when they haven't done a damn thing before that. But also, (laughs) C... Saying to the drivers of the state of Louisiana, especially those of us who have to go through Baton Rouge on a fairly regular basis for mm. either work well, or I know or uh, sure. or for play, that we really don't care about you. It's as if these jack wagons at the state uh-huh. capitol don't have to travel across the Horace Wilkinson Whoa. Bridge or yes, the Huey Long Bridge to get to work. They do. they do. And they know that both of those should not be used as major thoroughfares. Interstate 10 is the only place, at the bridge, is the only place where I-10 becomes one lane in the entire country it's used essentially as a surface street in baton rouge and if you're trying to get through there on any given day after six in the morning and before midnight it is packed Mm -hmm. there is obviously a need for a bridge there but state lawmakers saying nah we got a boatload of federal money we have one-time funding let's kick this down the can and then tell people we can't afford it because we don't have enough revenue this once again mm -hmm. proves the short-sightedness of some members in the legislature only a to stick it to a democrat and b to try to score some cheap political points with their uh, constituents. Yeah. End rant.
5: Well, all right, good. There you go for your rant. I think, you know, with a House Appropriations Committee, I think it's within their purview to do it. And I think there was, you know, kind of in my interpretation. Uh, yeah, I think a, a, a Mississippi River Bridge is definitely a needed improvement. I don't think there is a doubt about that. Um, but I think they're going to rag uh, just, you know, Ring as many bells as they can and annoy them as much as possible.
12: Well, you're right. And you're right. It's it's within their purview. I don't doubt that. But if if we have an opportunity now to correct something that's been wrong with the state's infrastructure. Like I-49 (laughs) South? Exactly. But, you know, but in Louisiana, why do the right thing when you can do what's politically expedient? Well... And that's the biggest problem we have right now. And you look at members of the House Appropriations Committee, especially some who are from the Acadiana area, and you see some names in there that pop up uh, with flags next to them that say, maybe I have some future political aspirations. You look at other members uh, not from Acadiana, you see maybe we have some extra political aspirations going forward. And it makes you wonder – what they're trying to do here, if not trying to get reelected to their current positions, what higher office are they looking at for the next go around to where we could say, ooh, we spread out the $500 million uh, to get you a uh, to give you a small project when we could have taken care of something major that would have benefited the entire state?
5: Well, I, I don't know. Maybe they don't feel that way. Maybe they just kind of feel like uh, there's a whole lot going on in the state. Yeah, a lot of people pass over that bridge, but it's a big port of, portion of the population that doesn't either.
12: Well, there's a, there's also going to be a big portion of that population when that bridge or the Lake Charles Bridge collapses. Oh, well, and I'm with people you. people are going to ask, oh, what's going to happen? Yeah, but Lake, Lake Charles, Charles Bridge, bridge should have been the Lake fixed. Lake Charles Bridge should have been fixed a long time it ago. It should have been
5: fixed by the feds, in my mind, even the Mississippi River Bridge. If if we're going to go there. But this is federal
12: money that we have that we can use to spend it. And what are we doing? Wasting federal money on state projects.
5: Yeah, but it just got out of committee. So there's a whole lot more in this process to go. That's certainly true. But again,
12: if the House Appropriations Committee and those who want to be thorns on the governor's side need to play this very carefully, because, you know, as well as I do, John Bell has the final say on the line item veto. Well, and he, can all, and he can make life awfully difficult for some of these House members that don't go with what he wants. Now, overriding the veto a couple months ago, that's one thing. That, I think, was a place where they, even if I don't agree with their vote – the congressional district issue was one place where they could wield their power and say, you know what? We are going to stick it to the man here. <laughs> that was a good power play on their part. I don't agree with the vote, but it was a good power play. Well, why isn't this, this a good power play? Why? Because why? because when you're trying to use your power to get you cheap political points with your constituents and leaving the fate in the hands of the governor. Dude. And he can come back and say, you know what? I'm going to line item veto. John Bell doesn't well, have to run do. for governor again. He does, We don't know if he's running for anything else. But John Bell has no cares left to give. Yeah, he but can easily line item veto something for someone and say, you know what? Now go explain to your people why you didn't get this money.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I find it very highly entertaining. You know, well, of course I, it is. It's, I think as a governor, a- when you have all that power, I think sometimes you know you got to rattle things around a little bit, maybe rattle the cage just a little bit.
12: But here's the thing: when the cage gets rattled one way, the cage can be rattled the other way too. Well, so when John right. Bell comes back and rattles the cage with the line item veto, you're going to have a lot of pissed off lawmakers. This well, is the best soap opera since maybe the guiding not. light. That's yeah, the best maybe part not. about this.
5: Maybe they're telling him you need to help us a little bit more for our areas. And so we're gonna, we're gonna play the game this way. Maybe it's in reverse
12: of what you think. But here's the other part. Two plays that game. For a long time, Louisiana's been very much one way. What the governor wants, the governor gets. Now lawmakers say we're going to get what we want, and it's time for the executive and the legislative to meet in the middle like your typical American Republican institution should do. But the problem is Louisiana is coming out of the Huey Long era. For nearly 100 years now, Louisiana's been a very strong executive state. Now we're, Now we're learning what it's like. When both uh, when both the legislative and the executive branch try to be co-equal, it's not fun. It's not pleasant. But for those of us who watch it and cover it, boy, it's a hell of a lot of fun.
5: Mm. Yes, it's, it's rather entertaining, isn't it? OK, Uh, let's go to the phone lines real quick. OK, stand by. Hello, caller. You're up. Go ahead with your thoughts.
9: Hey, good morning.
5: Hello.
7: All morning. the hogs are at the slop trough this morning, okay, in the capital. <laughs> yep. That's all we got. We just got hogs in the slop trough. <laughs> and they're so all right. trying
1: to get their bellies full. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie, can you give him a bell can. for me?
5: Yes, I'll give him a bell. There you go. Loving it. Oh, good thanks. one. All right, thanks. Appreciate Thank it. You. Have a good day. All right, we got a wrap. Got news on the way
2: first and exclusive content now download the free KPL news app free in the app store at google Play.
3: are you ready to purchase a home but need help coming up with the money to make it happen capital area finance authority grant programs can help visit the cafa.org today that's the c-a-f-a dot O-R-G.
2: This is Acadiana's home for breaking news and weather. News Talk 96.5 K-PEL. Depend on...
3: News Talk
5: 96.5 k Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew-James.com.
2: Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the KPel News app. Now the headlines from the Cape News Center.
15: It
12: is 6.33 in the morning, 31 degrees in Champaign, Illinois, 52 degrees in Fair. In Lafayette, Daniel Phillips says sunny, cool, and a high of 75 in Acadiana today. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for News Talk 96.5 KPL. I'm Ian Ozan. The Lafayette Public Library Board of Control voting to keep a controversial DVD in its stacks. The board voted to allow Scotty and the Secret History of Hollywood to remain on the shelves. However, anyone who wants to check out that DVD will need to provide identification, proving that he or she is at least 17 years or older. The woman who challenged the DVD did not show up for last night's meeting. The board also deferred action on a new Northeast Regional Library. The board tabled that item until its next meeting. In Sunset, a high-speed chase ends in a crash. That crash knocked down a telephone pole. The suspect was injured and taken to the hospital. No word yet on any charges or about what led to that chase. In Jeff Davis Parish, state police, sheriff's deputies, and other officials are combing rural areas for evidence in the Ella Goody case. Authorities say they will be searching a a 50-square-mile area near Iowa for evidence. So far, they've not found anything related to that case. Goody has been missing for more than a month. Her vehicle is found in Missouri, but there's no trace of her. A person of interest is in custody. In New Iberia, police are looking for a suspect connected to an armed robbery and a shooting. Ricky Thibodeau Jr. is accused of holding up a store on Admiral Doyle Drive and then shooting a man in the head in another incident on South Hopkins Street. Thibodeau is wanted on attempted first-degree murder and armed robbery charges. In Baton Rouge, the House Appropriations Committee approves a budget proposal, but one that Governor or excuse me, but one of Governor John Bell Edwards' major projects takes a hit. The committee slashed funding for a proposed Mississippi River Bridge in Baton Rouge. The governor had asked for $500 million for that project. The committee split the $500 million among multiple projects, including the new Baton Rouge Bridge. The committee also slashed funding for Hooked On Fondex for Newsreaders. <laughs> In the Senate, a committee will discuss eliminating the death penalty in Louisiana.
13: Kevin Gallagher has a preview. Monroe Democrat Senator Katrina Jackson's bill goes before Senate Judiciary C today. Dead Man Walking author Sister Helen Prejean supports the bill because she says it's time.
11: We haven't had an actual execution in Louisiana in
13: seventeen years. The state hasn't been able to buy lethal injection drugs for many years. Prejean says Louisiana is among only twenty-seven states that still execute killers, but it needs to end.
11: The last step is going to be to just take it off the books. We don't. Really need it anymore.
13: She says if we're a pro life state, this is a pro life issue. Not just for the innocent, but even for the guilty. I'm Kevin Gallagher.
12: Back in the House, term limits for assessors are on committee agendas
9: today. David Grubb has that preview. Louisiana voters have supported term limits for legislators at both the state and national level, but would they do the same for assessors? New Orleans Representative Mandy Landry would like to find out.
14: I do think that voters would feel the same for assessors.
9: House Bill 288 would put term limits on this November's ballot. Landry says there are two reasons for
14: the bill. Not only is this a good government measure, but that it's a fairness measure.
9: Attorney Brian Eddington spoke against the bill on behalf of the Louisiana Assessors Association, citing the potential loss of institutional knowledge. The measure passed 7 to 6. I'm David Grubb.
12: In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns dominate the St. Louis Billikens. The Cajuns posted 15 runs in the fourth and fifth innings combined to beat the Billikens, 19-0. Megan Shorman pitched a one-hitter in front of her hometown crowd. She recorded 13 strikeouts. She also got a chance to bat her first at-bat of the season. She recorded an RBI double. Was a foot away from becoming a home run. Jordan Campbell and Ari Canonas hit the game's two home runs. Jordan Campbell with a two-run shot in the first inning. Ari Canonas a three-run shot in the fifth inning. Louisiana back in action today against Illinois. That game was originally going, or excuse me, that meeting was originally going to be a doubleheader, but it's been changed to a single game. That's because Illinois has to make up a Big Ten uh, doubleheader tomorrow against Northwestern. So the single game today scheduled for four o'clock. And looking out the window, Bernie, we are. Uh, the hotel we're at is right across the street from uh, the university's athletic complex. Ooh, so okay. not a far drive for us. Yeah. And the funny thing is, for all the times that I've forgotten something or left something at home and yeah. needed a, a drugstore nearby, mm-hmm. this is the first time, A, where I have everything I need, but also, B, our hotel is next door to a Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but how's the temperature there? And, and 31 did you, degrees right now. Did you freeze last night? Didn't freeze last night, thanks to Pete Piscos, uh, the father of Sophie Piscos, the Cajuns catcher. He had a windbreaker, so once the sun started going down, uh, I had some cover. But I'll tell you this. It was nice to get on a heated bus after the game. I uh,
5: bet. I bet. Well, there was all right.
12: no press box last night. We were outdoors in the wind. And as Mr. James P. Bitterman would say, we were with the people last night, mm-hmm. which was fun because that was the first time in a long time we had been outdoors and actually been in the crowd. So to have a live studio audience and have them play off of me and have them uh, chuckle at some of the, the remarks I made uh, was was nice, including the line where. Uh, Megan Shorman delivered a pitch that, from where we were, looked good. It looked like a strike, but the umpire ruled it the ball, said it was high and inside. So I, I made the remark that Sophie Pisco's turned around to the umpire and asked him, please don't squeeze the Shoreman. <laughs> good one. I love it. So uh, get, uh, getting a few wry laughs and eye rolls from that was, was worth the <laughs> It was punch worth line. it, huh? Yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs> the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team plays LSU tonight in the Wally Pontiff Classic. First pitch scheduled for 6.30. In the NBA, Game 2 of the Western Conference quarterfinals between the New Orleans Pelicans and the Phoenix Suns will take place. Tip-off set for 9 o'clock. In the NFL, Tom Brady says his, quote, love of the game, end quote, inspired him to unretire. And every fan in the NFL says he just didn't want to deal with the kids. Brady will be 45 (laughs) when he begins the upcoming NFL season. It'll be his 23rd in the league. Nobody won the Powerball last night. It's up to $370 million. Mega Millions jackpot tonight worth $20 million. Let's quickly go to the uh, mailbag right quick. Uh,
5: Yes, I think we should, as my computer no longer works and Mm -hmm. yours
12: does. Uh, B. Paul Miller from Church Point. Uh, Hello. checks And he says the KPL Liberal is added again. Uh, we checked Uh-oh. with Nathan Pike. He resembles that remark. Uh, he <laughs> says only he owns uh, the title of Capel Liberal. <laughs>
5: And you finally,
12: elitist. Yes, uh, I, I prefer that one. I uh, wonder
5: what I wonder what that means, though. Like, was it a reference to the governor? Or was it a reference to some other? That story? was a reference to the governor.
12: It came uh, in when gotcha. we were talking about the, gotcha. the governor versus the legislature.
5: Yeah. Well, right. you and I always disagree.
12: Uh-huh.
5: But, uh, you know, it adds spice to the show.
12: Absolutely. You it know? does. Sorry. All right. And finally, let's do our daily trivia. Oh, courtesy good of our friends Cartridge World. Okay, please and don't
5: I'm, do sports because... No, look, I'm not. I, I need another 70% here, bruh. I, what, we're go-
12: yeah. okay. what we're going to do then yes, sir. is... I'm going to Jeopardy. Yesterday's oh. game. Oh. Courtesy of the J-Archive. What okay. I'll do is... I will give you a choice of one of the six categories in the Jeopardy round or one of the categories in Double Jeopardy. Uh, The categories are world leaders, fantasy fiction, out of, where everything is, where out of makes up the first two uh, words of the response, pillow talk, Smith and Jones, where each response has to do with someone named Smith Smith or or Jones, Jones. vigorous vocabulary, and the Double Jeopardy. Category, category here this is one i would run is west of the mississippi
5: oh man these are some great choices um all right let's do out of and see what happens
12: okay so again each response will feature the words out of okay so the 200 clue uh-huh. any cost you have to fork over yourself especially medical costs not covered by your health insurance plan what
5: is out of pocket
12: that is correct
5: oh she gets one Oh, it's going to be a great day, Ian.
12: All right, let's try another one. The $400 clue. Oh, I am burn in flames. Outlook has automatic replies for work email when you are O-O-O or this. What is out of office? That is correct. Oh, no.
5: Oh, Ian, I'm buying a Powerball today, baby, and a Mega Millions. Oh, I'm on fire
12: for Six hundred dollars. Okay. This and this is one. Uh, this is where my pop culture knowledge tanks because I oh, even I don't know this one. Yeah, this is gonna be this bad this nineteen ninety eight film starred George Clooney, uh, George Clooney and Jennifer Lopez. Uh,
5: okay. Um, I remember because it was not a great movie. No, it um, wasn't. This was George Clooney and Jennifer
12: Lopez. Yeah, um, nineteen ninety eight. What is Out of Time? Out of Sight. Out of Sight. Okay. Which, well, embarrassingly, somebody on Jeopardy, A, got it right, and then B, Ken Jennings uh, made fun of them saying, yes, it was a great movie.
2: <laughs> I love it.
12: All right. For $800. Yes. Since being revived in 1833, Jane Austen's six novels have not done this. What is Gone Out of Print? That is correct. Oh, good, Bernie. Well,
5: well, I don't know, Ian. I think we're winning the Powerball. I'm not splitting it with you, but I will give you
12: 10%. And the $1,000 clue, (laughs) well, 10%, look, I'll take 10%. (laughs) The $1,000 clue, there's an extremity in this phrase that means both without consideration and without control.
5: Okay. Um, uh, Okay, one more time. There is an
12: extremity in this phrase that means Uh both without consideration and without control. And there's a pun in the clue, extremity. Okay. There's an extremity in this phrase that means both without consideration and without control.
5: Oh, what is out of body?
12: Out of hand.
5: Out of hand, of course, Bernie. Which, for what
12: it's worth, worth, the returning champion and the player who won the game, Matea, guessed what is out of bounds. None of the contestants got that one right. Mm. So you got three of six. And considering that the two you missed were, A, a triple stumper for $1,000, and, B, a terrible movie that nobody should remember, (laughs) you did pretty doggone well.
5: Well, thank you. I'm feeling pretty doggone good about myself today. All right, I feel, hmm, powerful. What is out of total coolness? No, just yes. kidding. Um, okay, I- any, uh, did you want to tell us the final Jeopardy? Do you remember what that yeah. one was?
12: The, yeah, it's right here. It's you world know literature. I won't know it. Oh, world literature, I'm really World literature trouble. was the category. All right. The, the answer is, befitting the title, Antoine Galland, the first Western translator of this collection, worked on it only after dinner.
5: Okay, one more time. Anton Galan, all right, out of what? I mean, the fitting no, the title. Anton Galan,
12: the first Western translator of this collection, worked on it only hmm. after dinner.
5: Ah, uh, what is uh, bon appetit? I don't
12: know. No, it was the first translation of uh, Arabic into European languages. What is Arabian Nights?
5: Ah, uh, see, I was kind of thinking of going in that direction. I'm like, well, though maybe it's something more. uh oh. all right. Well, yeah. I, so
12: Matea, who is now a 10 day champion, won the game with sixteen thousand seven hundred ninety nine dollars. Is she he single, the final, by the way? She. <laughs> uh, she know. is a she from Canada. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure. Well, it's but, your uh, job
5: to report on Jeopardy and watch
12: it. So. Well, she has $227,000 in change for 10 days' worth of winnings. Mm. So there you go. Uh, what I do know about Jeopardy, they're hiring a researcher, so if you're interested. <laughs> I love
3: it. All right,
4: 645. This update is brought to you by <laughs> Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over
1: 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com.
15: A front has pushed its way across Acadiana, and as a result, it looks like our weather's going to be a little quieter over the next couple of days. Should be. An improvement from the weekend. We should get all of that moisture out of here at least for a couple of days. I think today and tomorrow actually looking quite nice. We'll wake up to some cloud cover, but eventually more and more sunshine. Temperatures are going to be in the mid to upper 70s, about 76 to 77 degrees. Winds are coming from the north at 10 to 15 miles an hour. Overnight lows tonight going to be dropping down into the lower 60s. Sunny headed into tomorrow. Maybe a few fair weather clouds. Temperatures staying in the 70s for tomorrow as well. I do think We get closer to about 80 degrees again by Wednesday. Clouds move back into the area and moisture takes over for the back part of the work week. Not necessarily going to translate into any kind of serious rainfall here for this week, but it does mean it will be a little bit muggier after Wednesday. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5, KPL.
2: Clear in 51.
15: News Talk 96.5, KPL.
2: Right now, traffic.
5: We do have a little fender bender this morning on Louisiana Avenue, right near I 10 on the westbound side. That's Louisiana Avenue, right near I 10 on the west. coming up now on 6 49 on Acadiana's Morning News. A bill that could end the death penalty in Louisiana is going before the Senate Judicial Committee, one of them that is. Supporters of the measure include Sister Helen Prajean. Ian, of course, we know her as author yep. of Dead Man Walking. Prajean says she believes it's time to do away with the death penalty because Louisiana has not executed anyone in years. The last execution was 2010. Um, so I am sure this is something that's going to rev up, people. We're going to talk about it a little bit this morning with Joe Cunningham from our Joe mm-hmm. Cunningham show. He joins us in the 8 o'clock hour and then also tomorrow on Winging it Wednesday. Uh, Joe will stop by for the show in the morning tomorrow, along with Stephen Hanwork, Democratic strategist. So I'm sure we're going to hear some interesting opinions about it uh, on both sides. And, you know, I guess I had not thought about it, that it has been since 2010 um, since we have had an execution in the state of Louisiana. So let me ask you a crazy question. We'll get to mm-hmm. further discussion throughout the, the later parts of the show. I have to ask you, regardless of anything, think of just this question.
13: Mm-hmm.
5: If you were asked to flip the switch so that the concoction can go together, go in, stop the lungs, stop the heart, could you do it? No. Do you know friends that could and do you have arguments with with, you know, family, friends, et cetera, on this issue ever?
12: I, I've not had arguments with friends, family or anybody else because that's an issue that I don't think has ever come up. Really? Um, I'm sure I have friends and family members who could because they're crazy like that. But. Uh-huh. Uh, but with that wow. said personally me i couldn't i have trouble trying to uh, killing a fly no
5: I, I get that part
12: i i wouldn't want to be responsible for the mm. taking of another life
5: yeah I, it is
12: not my job to play god well, doesn't matter what it is that's but, not my role to take anyone's life
5: but are you pro choice
12: say again are you pro choice for my own personal methods no for other people Yes, if they have that right, they should be able to do it. Or if they want to do it, they should be able to. Again, my view on the death penalty is one thing. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not someone. I don't believe that it it is a deterrent. If you look at the last twelve years that we've not executed anybody, what has our crime rate done? Has it gone up? Has it gone down? Has it stayed the same? I I don't think uh, the murder rate in the state's gone down any. But I, I think statistically, though, for a time, it actually did go down.
5: And now I think mm. it is significantly once again on the rise.
12: Yeah, it's going up again because Actually, of the post COVID bump. Yeah. Uh, well, that's people part have gone
5: straight up crazy, I think,
12: after well, everything that, that happened with
5: COVID. So you could thing, okay, now let me let me tell you this, because I could not flip the switch either. Right. However, however, I do understand how some people feel completely opposite. That they oh, could absolutely. that they could go in and flip that switch. Um, right. And I'm saying flip the switch because I don't know if it's still the four medicine protocol, you know, where each tube comes down, et cetera, stopping the lungs, Louisiana stopping the heart. Went to the
12: one medicine protocol, and
5: it may be they've also not been able to get a hold of any of the medication in, in several years. Um, yeah. It's been an, that's been part of the issue as well. Um, victims of crime, some crimes may feel completely different. I couldn't go in there and flip the switch, but I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of people listening right now who have told us over the years they absolutely could. And Um, that doesn't
12: surprise me because there are people who are more vengeful than I. There are people who, for various reasons, feel like they could
5: do it. In some cases, I
12: think it is. I think there's some people who Mm. think that there's a measure of justice there. For me, it seems like an archaic Mm. way of settling things. Um, I, I, I couldn't be the one to do it. If somebody else can. Good for them, I guess. But that's not in my nature. I I would not be able to do that.
5: Well, I really could not flip that switch either. I couldn't. But I can understand where people are coming from, especially people who have been victims of uh, a violent crime. All right. It's coming up on 653. If we get a chance later in the 8 o'clock hour, I mean, we're definitely going to ask Joe Cunningham about it. So I'm betting People are going to ring up on the phone line, so we'll do that around 815. All right, it's going to be a mixture of sun and clouds today, a high at 75, 58 for our overnight low, 80 for tomorrow. So warming up, but, hey, it's still going to be a great-looking Are the days of FOMO over?
16: Generation Z, who grew up glued to their smartphones and social media, are leading the newest trend of going, dare I say it, IRL, offline and in real life. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. New research is out that Gen Zers' love of Instagram is down, and to them, both Facebook and Twitter are dead. The very platform that supposedly was supposed to bring Zoomers together is making them feel anxious and depressed. Some 56% of Gen Zers said that, and I quote, social media has led them to feel left out by their peers. So they're removing their social media accounts for months at a time. Surging in popularity is a new social platform called Be Real. You can only post unedited, non-filtered photos throughout the day. There are no likes. I wonder if we'll see the Kardashians there. Nah, that's not going to happen. Remember, they freaked out over an unedited picture of Chloe in a bikini last year. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like leaving your laptop on the coffee shop table while you run to the bathroom. Most of the time, you're probably fine. But what if one day you come out of the bathroom and your laptop's gone? That's why I use ExpressVPN, and you should too. Every time you connect to an unencrypted network, a hacker on the same network can gain access to your personal data. It just takes a little technical knowledge and some cheap hardware. A smart 12-year-old could do it. ExpressVPN creates a secure tunnel between your device and the internet, so your online activity can't be seen by anyone. It works on phones, laptops, even routers. So, everyone who shares your Wi Fi is protected. All you have to do is just fire up the ExpressVPN app and click one button. Protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash Kim. Use my link at expressvpn.com slash Kim to get three extra months free. That's EXPRESSVPN.com
5: slash Kim. Oh. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate.
6: I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Sticker prices on electric cars and trucks are surging as the average cost of lithium-ion battery cells for the cars jumped. Prices are also being boosted by supply chain disruptions, sanctions on Russian metals, and other factors. However, Reuters says higher prices have failed to cool demand for EVs. Research firm EVvolumes.com says global electric vehicle sales in the first quarter jumped by nearly 120%. Elon Musk's satellite internet service has been tested on airplanes. The Wall Street Journal says Delta Airlines did the SpaceX Starlink internet test. Delta Chief Executive Ed Bastian confirmed the test in an interview, though he declined to discuss specifics. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Coselda. Invested in you.
11: After 9-11, Ben Harrow couldn't wait to enlist in the Army. But in Afghanistan, Ben stepped on an IED while leading an anti-terrorism mission. Ben survived, but lost both of his legs above the knee, two fingers, and sustained injuries to his right forearm. Ben now lives in a smart home from the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which gave him back his independence despite his severe physical challenges. Help heroes like Ben. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T. Org.
5: news talk 96.5 kpel brobridge lafayette a town square media station broadcasting from the matthew james financial studio
4: many travelers are happy i'm roger stern fox news Woo! passengers on one flight applauding after learning that a judge in florida threw out the federal mask mandate for planes trains and other forms of public transportation. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki voicing White House disagreement with the ruling.
3: The mask mandate should be in place and that it's safer for individuals who are flying to continue to wear masks. So we would say to anyone sitting out there, we'd recommend you wear masks on the airplane.
4: No word on whether the Biden administration will appeal the ruling. Airlines are still free to require masks, but none have offered to do so. Police in South Carolina have arrested a third person in connection with the weekend shopping mall shooting, which injured 15 people.
8: Police believe this all sparked from a dispute. Two suspects were taken into custody, including Joanne Price. But a judge set his bond at $25,000 and said he could go home under house arrest with permission to go to work. have a warrant out for a third suspect.
4: Fox's Shannon Bream, a one-time Chicago cop cop convicted of fatally shooting a black teenager won't face a second trial. Fox's Kathleen Maloney. The U.S. Attorney's Office
16: in Chicago announcing it will not criminally charge Jason Van Dyke in the 2014 shooting death of Laquan McDonald. The victim's family was consulted and is in agreement. The former cop was released from a Chicago prison in February after serving less than half of an 81-month sentence on his second-degree murder conviction in state court. Civil rights leaders, community activists, and others were outraged over what they consider a lenient sentence for the slaying of the teen who was shot 16 times. Kathleen Maloney, Fox News.
4: Russia wrapping up its push to control eastern Ukraine. There are more assaults in the Donbass region. America's listening to Fox News. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia.
8: I'm asking about Prevnar 20 because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital. Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. Pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower risk response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I want to be able to keep my plans.
7: So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20.
10: A
4: military reservist who refused to get the COVID vaccine just saw his emergency appeal rejected by the Supreme Court. Fox's Lisa LaSera with more.
3: Lieutenant
5: Colonel Jonathan Dunn is an Air Force reservist. His religious objections were rejected by the military, and he was removed from command. Three of the high court's conservative justices would have granted the request to put his dismissal and any other further punishment on hold while the litigation continues. The justices had already rejected a similar appeal From members of the Navy SEALs,
4: Lisa LaSara, Fox News. There are more cases of a mysterious liver disease first identified in Britain. We're seeing it in the U.S. and in other European countries. It causes liver inflammation. Doctors don't know what causes it. They're looking at viruses, including COVID-19. Johnny Depp begins testifying today in his defamation lawsuit against his ex, Amber Heard. Fox's Michelle Polino is following the trial.
5: Johnny Depp will take the stand in his defamation trial against his ex-wife, Amber Heard. The trial, in its second week of testimony, started off Monday with a doctor taking the stand to describe the night Johnny Depp's finger was severed. Dr. David Kipper said he helped Depp clean and bandage the wound and returned to Depp's house to look for the missing digit, which was found on the kitchen floor by Depp's personal chef. The actor is suing Heard for $50 million in damages over a Washington Post op-ed, Heard wrote, on domestic abuse which she claims she was a victim of during their marriage. Depp was not named in the article, but Depp's lawyers claims it was clearly referencing their relationship. Michelle Polino, Fox News.
4: The Biden administration has ordered an end to the testing of anti-satellite missiles. They create dangerous space debris. The U.S. blasted Russia and China for using their own anti-satellite missiles. I'm Roger Stern. This is Fox News.
2: Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hell News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hell News Center.
12: Hey, Bernie, that last commercial made me hungry for pie. Uh, <laughs> you got any pie you can send my way?
5: <laughs> I wish. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. It's
12: I- 7.08 in the morning. <laughs> oh, dear. Sunny skies across Acadiana. 52 degrees right now. Daniel Phillips says it'll be another nice day sunny. With a slight breeze and a high of 75. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit. For News Talk 96.5, KPEL, I'm Ian Ozan. The Lafayette Library Board of Control voting to keep a controversial DVD in its stacks. The board voted to allow Scotty and the Secret History of Hollywood on the shelf. However, anyone who wants to check it out will need to provide identification proving here she is at least 17 years or older. The woman who challenged the DVD did not show up for last night's meeting. The board also deferred action on a new Northeast Regional Library. The board tabled that item until its next meeting. In Sunset, a high-speed chase ends in a crash. The crash knocked down a telephone pole. The suspect was injured and taken to the hospital. No word yet on any charges or about what led to that chase. In Jeff Davis Parish, state police, sheriff's deputies, and other officials are combing rural areas for evidence in the Ella Goody case. Authorities say they'll be searching a 50-square-mile area near Iowa for evidence. So far, they've not found anything related to that case. Goody has been missing for more than a month. Her vehicle is found in Missouri, but there's no trace of her. A person of interest is in custody. In New Iberia, police are looking for a suspect connected to an armed robbery and a shooting. Ricky Thibodeau Jr. is accused of holding up a store on Admiral Doyle Drive and then shooting a man in the head in another incident on South Hopkins Street. Thibodeau is wanted on attempted first-degree murder and armed robbery charges. In Baton Rouge, the House Appropriations Committee approves a budget proposal, but one of Governor John Bel Edwards' major projects takes a hit. The committee slashed funding for a proposed Mississippi River Bridge in Baton Rouge. The governor had asked for $500 million for that project alone. The committee took that $500 million total and split it among multiple projects across the state, including the new Baton Rouge Bridge. In the Senate, a committee will discuss eliminating the death penalty in Louisiana. Kevin Gallagher has that preview
13: monroe democrat senator katrina jackson's bill goes before senate judiciary c today dead man walking author sister helen prejean supports the bill because she says it's time
11: we haven't had an actual execution in louisiana in 17
13: years the state hasn't been able to buy lethal injection drugs for many years prejean says louisiana is among only 27 states that still execute killers but it needs to end
11: the last step is going to be to just take it off the books we don't really need it anymore
13: she says if we're a pro-life state this is a pro-life issue. Not just for the innocent, but even for the guilty. I'm Kevin Gallagher.
12: Back in the House, term limits for assessors are on a committee agenda today.
9: David Grubb has that preview. Louisiana voters have supported term limits for legislators at both the state and national level. But would they do the same for assessors? New Orleans Representative Mandy Landry would
14: like to find out. I do think that voters would feel the same for assessors.
9: House Bill 288 would put term limits on this November's ballot. Landry says there are two reasons for the
14: bill. Not only is this a good government measure, but that it's a fairness measure.
9: Attorney Brian Eddington spoke against the bill on behalf of the Louisiana Assessors Association, citing the potential loss of institutional knowledge. The measure passed 7 to 6. I'm David Grubb.
12: In sports, the Louisiana Rage and Cajuns dominate the St. Louis Billikens. The Cajun softball team posting 15 runs in the fourth and fifth innings combined to beat the Billikens 19-0. Megan Shorman threw a one-hitter in front of a hometown crowd. She pitched 13 strikeouts and, in her first plate appearance of the season, recorded an RBI double in the fifth inning. Jordan Campbell hit a two-run home run in the first. Ari Quinones had a three-run home run in the fifth inning. Cajun softball back in action today against Illinois. It was originally a doubleheader. Now it's only one game. That game scheduled to start at 4 o'clock. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team plays LSU tonight in the Wally Pond of Classic. First pitch scheduled for 6-30. In the NBA, game two of the Western Conference quarterfinals between the New Orleans Pelicans and the Phoenix Suns take place. That's scheduled for 9 o'clock tonight in Phoenix. In the NFL, Tom Brady says his, quote, love of the game inspired him to unretire. Fans saying it's the lack of love he has for his kids that brought him back. (laughs) Mega Millions jackpot tonight worth $20 million. Powerball, nobody won it. So tomorrow's jackpot worth $370 million. Uh, Let's go quickly to the mailbag. Yes, yes,
9: yes. All right.
12: So I got a text message a second ago. Yes. It says, quote, I hear you invoked my name this morning. End quote. Oh. Apparently, we mentioned Nathan Pike's name, and everybody who knows him texted him saying they're talking about you on KPL. <laughs> so, to all of our secret squirrels out there who are notifying uh, Pike that we invoked his name, Hello, thank Pike. you. We're glad you're out there listening. Good morning, Nathan. Nathan. So, there you go. I don't know if he's working nightside or if he's still working the graveyard shift in Kansas um, City, but whatever the case is, he is now fully awake.
5: Yeah. I think he's on closer to morning show gig, right?
12: I think so. At last yeah. check, he was. Yeah thought so gotcha yeah he's a he's a braver soul than i am yeah i, got a, a, I know i got out of uh, morning tv a long time ago that's um, because you came people.
5: to morning radio where it's much more informational and fun baby that's a
12: lot less stress too
5: ah okay and right. finally Bernie. wait then we're doing something wrong yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm giving you more stuff to do then that's it when you get back there's going to be crying and gnashing of teeth Just no kidding. it's
12: not that it's not having to manage
5: people <laughs> Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I gotcha. <clears throat> it's nice when you been been don't have to be that, the boss. I've been there, done that. Bought that t shirt. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a little tight. And finally, Bernie. <laughs> yes, sir. We have Bear Watch. Oh, Bear Watch is my favorite. Where are we going for
12: this? We're going to Upper Washington, or mm. as most people call it, British Columbia, Canada. Yes. All right. Uh, Rose Waldron uh, from Coquitlam. Oh, what a fun name. Yes. Uh, she discovered uh, the pair of a pair of young black bears yeah. involved in a wrestling match. Oh, they were
5: wrestling. Uh-huh.
12: Now, here's the thing. Uh, like Blazing Saddles, the yeah. stampeding cattle through the Vatican. Uh-huh. <laughs> two black bears wrestling in Canada. Not much of anything. But two young bears tumbling around on a trampoline. Oh. Kinky. <laughs> so Ms. Waldron, instead of calling animal control, uh-huh. uh, got her video and yeah, watched the... Yeah. Uh, and watched the bears wrestle on a trampoline and essentially destroy it. Her husband said the damage uh, to the trampoline's netting and platform were minimal. But the weight of the animals caused the fiberglass rod supporting the trampoline to break. Oh, ho, ho, ho. On a good day, it can support someone 150 pounds or less, but... <laughs> uh, Black bear cubs are even <laughs> uh, heavier than that.
3: That
5: must
12: have been adorable. I'm sorry. Yeah, the bears are frequent adorable. visitors to the neighborhood. Hey, uh-huh. they, they just wanted to play. You know, uh, wanted to hang out. Who doesn't? Yeah, it's on the way to their bathing spot and fishing hole. They yeah. come and go as they please. They don't mm-hmm. bother anybody. Nobody bothers them. Yeah. But uh, apparently someone uh, will have to replace a trampoline. Um. And oh my goodness, these are two Big old bears. <laughs> and right now, it doesn't look like they're doing much of rest. Okay, there they go. And then the con- collar and elbow tie-up. And the, you can see the rods of the netting bidding as one of the bears <laughs> is caught in it. They're trying to break free. One of them has his paws like, hey. What do I do here? Where's this go? Can I use this as a weapon? Can I break this free? And the rods are finally bending back, but now they're permanently bent. You know, and now they're like, nah, eh, we don't need to wrestle. This is big down. Yeah. This is too comfortable.
5: We could do this like a recreation for charity, you and I. It could be entertaining. <laughs> I mean, think about it, man. We get some awesome bear suits. It could be good. We could raise Look, a lot of I'm money. I'm afraid
12: that as, I, as soon as I step on the trampoline, the thing will break under me. <laughs> There's a reason why I've not been on a trampoline since sixth grade. <laughs>
5: Stop it. Stop. <laughs> oh, man. All right. It is 716 in the morning. <clears throat> Be-boo-boo. Be-boo-boo. That's the thing. If we're going to wrestle on a trampoline dressed as bears, I want food involved.
3: <laughs> <laughs> New news update
1: brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery home furniture plus bedding welcome
15: home Looks like Acadiana is going to be getting kind of a mid-morning round of cloud cover but bit outside of that. Not too much to worry about. And By the afternoon, we are talking mostly sunny skies. Temperature is going to be on the cooler side today. Mid-70s for the highs. Winds from the east at 8 to 12 miles an hour. Overnight lows in the upper 50s tonight with warmer, cloudier conditions on the way for Wednesday. Clouds are going to break up for the back half of the week, but it does look like temperatures will stay in the mid-80s as we round out this work week and head into the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 k
5: And we are still holding at 51 degrees and clear skies here at KPL
2: News Talk 96.5 k Right now, traffic. Great.
5: The only traffic tie-up we've got over in Scott a little bit earlier this morning, Cameron Street at Galbert. That's Cameron and Galbert. Hopefully it's moved to the side of the roadway. Hey, update us if you see something. Download the KPL app, hit the phone icon, you're straight into the bat gate Our salute to America brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana.
2: To honor America and perform our national anthem, please welcome three-time
9: Grammy winner, Pink.
2: say, and you see, by the dawn early light, what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, Who's brought? stripes.
5: That was just beautiful. All right. It's coming up now on 723 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernie and Ian here with you on a giant Tuesday. Ian, good morning.
12: Good morning. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm juggling two different headsets because I'm I'm writing the story from last night um, about uh, the library meeting. I'm listening to the tape and getting quotes. Mm to add to the story. So I heard pink through one headset while listening to the audio. <laughs> then I heard the music starts. So I had to throw down one headset and throw the other one. Well,
5: on. Yeah, I know she does a great job. I think I, yes. I really look If people have recommendations for the star spangled banner. Please feel free. Uh, email us, uh, send us an app chat. We always are looking for new wonderful renditions. So um, they, I love her version too. I love them all that we have in the system. Uh, yes. I think most people have done an impeccable job over the years. Okay, we got to talk at 724 with our trooper friend, Trooper Thomas Gosson from Louisiana State Police. Drew, by. Good morning, Mr. Spokesman. How are you?
7: Uh, good, cool morning. I was not expecting cool this morning, but yes, good, good morning.
5: Hi, I was thinking, yeah, that it might be closer to like 57 degrees. So I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'll chance it. I don't need a jacket, but fifty one I'm like, okay, well, yeah, that's that's a little chilly for us,
7: yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, nice and welcome for sure,
5: <laughs> yeah, no kidding, so trooper, um before we get into kind of what state police can offer uh to businesses, et cetera, I wanted to ask you a question, um you know we have worked uh, to get more details on a high speed chase that happened in the sunset area. And often all of us here at the different various stations have worked on stories like that. And it got me to thinking, and I'm kind of curious in the event that you ever are in traffic and you see something happening like this, what's your advice to travelers that happen to be in the situation
7: I, I I don't know the exact uh, chase you're talking about, and I don't want to speak on that because right. I'm not sure about that yeah. one. However, just in general, um, having been part of uh, of, of chases before, um, it's important for the public to understand. You know, I, I I am focused on that car. I'm focused on everything going on around as as this is going on because number one, my, obviously, my priority is try to apprehend the person or stop them but do that in a safe manner so a lot you know a lot of times we'll discontinue a chase if it looks like it's becoming too 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 reckless too crazy this guy's taking too many chances but as far as for public wise you know we've always been told in 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 driver's ed to pull over to the right side or yield right away move over to the right to to oncoming you know as someone's approaching you from behind with emergency lights which is fine. I just, what I would prefer to say is look, just don't make any drastic movements, especially if it's a, if you can see it's a high speed chase coming, Um, making drastic moves at high speeds is dangerous. So if this, you know, if the officer decides to go around you, whether it be right or left, just maintain where you are for now. But if you see him coming and you have plenty of room and plenty of time to move, By all means, move over to the right. Um, I would also encourage people not to, you know, rub neck on the other side of the road while this is going on either. You know, now you're causing a distraction on the other side of the road. And that can that can obviously cause secondary crashes and 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 more issues that need to be tended to. Mm-hmm. So um, you know it, it's I know it, I know some people think that's that's a real exciting time to be a police officer during a speed chase and it it's a it's a highly stressful situation. Okay. You know, you, there's so many things you have to consider and, and worry about that's going on. So I'm just sure you terrifying. know again, just be safe. Yeah, yeah. It's you know it, it has its moments, but you know, fortunately with state police, they 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 do a lot of training. We do a lot of high speed driving training at our driving course and stuff. So they try to prepare us for every situation and, um, you know, they do a good job at that, but yeah. it's something that you really, you know, we don't want to get into if we don't have to, for sure.
5: Yeah, I would imagine. So, well, thanks uh, for, for that information. Speaking of information, I'm um, curious as to Louisiana state police, you give us a lot of information often, but I've also been told that um, in terms of the wealth of knowledge that troopers are given, about prevention, that that can be very useful to groups, to businesses, et cetera, because you can get to go more in depth.
7: Look, I think a lot of people don't understand. We offer a lot of um, a lot of presentations on different topics um, throughout, you know, a, a range of topics, and they're free. They're free to the public. They're free to you know, we invite you know, civic organizations, uh, clubs, companies. Schools last week, I was with Slimco, and I really shout out to Slimco and, and thank them. Neil, Neil Arno with Slimco lined me up with the five different locations around and talked to all their drivers at their safety meeting. So, uh, you know, and look, we we cover a lot of things, and, and the bottom line, it's all about prevention of, of crashes and raising awareness. So, you know, some of the things we talked about were you know distracted driving. We talk about a lot the dangers of distracted driving, impaired driving. You know, what does that look like? It's not just alcohol. When you sit, when I say impaired, a lot of People think alcohol right away, but it's drugs. It's it's anything that affects the body, and so we go into more detail about how how does that affect your body? What does it look like? So, the just being and and obviously the consequences of that, right? So, crash forces. We've spoken about that. Crash dynamics. You're going to move to the point of impact. So, a lot of people think if you get hit from behind, you're going to bring be thrown forward. You will, but you're going to be thrown back first, and then sprung forward. We um, talk about the functions of the seatbelt. You know, protection of the spine crosses the strong bones when properly worn, not not when it's improperly worn. Mm-hmm. Um, spreads out those forces. You ride down those crashes. It prevents the from being ejected. So again, it, and if you think about this, uh, I said it's prevention, and I would say this to everybody out there in, in Radio Land. You know, if you if, have you ever been in a crash, and if the answer is yes, think about what happened in that crash. And it, and while you're thinking about that, I'm going to ask you this was it preventable was it, was it preventable on either party involved whether whether it be the car you were in or the other car was it preventable by someone doing something different and and 99 of the time it's going to be yeah it was preventable so when you look at that and you and you talk about all the crashes and the frequency of crashes we had you know last year we had a thousand over a thousand fatalities mm-hmm. here in louisiana when you look at that you say okay well this is preventable it actually is preventable now there are certain things we can't prevent right i sure. mean wildlife running into the roadway yeah. um you know tree falling out of nowhere being struck by lightning you know mm-hmm. think there's certain things that we can't prevent mm-hmm. but you know a lot of the times people say well what about hydroplane i, I slid off the roadway well you're driving too fast for road conditions more, more than likely or you have you've not done the preventive maintenance on your car to keep the tires correct and different things like that. So again, we offer these free presentations. Um, some some are drug presentations. A lot of times in the beginning of the school year, schools want, they need so many hours of drug education for staff. Um, so we offer those and, and I encourage everybody to reach out to us, you know, reach out to lsp.org. Type on, you know, about, go to Troop I, and contact information is there. Send me an email. I'll be more than happy to do that. But, again, it's all about raising awareness and preventing these things from happening. Um, we, we're about to go into the busy time. You know, summertime is approaching. Schools are kind of winding down. So we just want to really try to... Uh, really lower that number we're we're doing great so far as far as the number of fatalities we've had we're we're, we're way lower i mean obviously one is too many but mm. we're doing much better than we did last year so hopefully we can continue that trend to keep these down uh to, to a much much lower lower rate than we had last year mm-hmm.
12: Mm-hmm. hey thomas i want to ask you a quick question about something that happened to me yeah. last week driving to hammond in the middle of a pouring rain the skies just opened up and dro- uh, I have to give the drivers credit. They slowed down to, appropri- to an appropriate speed. But there were still some people mm-hmm. who, A, didn't have their headlights on or they had them on automatic so the taillights weren't coming on. And, B, but, there were some but. others that had their flashers on, that had the emergency lights on. In a yeah, downpour situation like that, right. and this is a question we get all the time, can you put your emergency flashers on if you're driving to add to your visibility?
7: You know, you're not supposed to, uh, it, and, and if you think about it, it, Ian, let me ask you, the ones that had the flashers on, were any of them utilizing the red light as a flasher as opposed to an amber? And the reason I say that is because at, the, at what point did you know they were hitting their brakes or not? You know, and that's right. where it becomes a real distraction. Are they hitting their brakes or are they not? That bright light is, is, is it somewhat of a distraction, so you're going bright to dimmer to bright to dimmer. So that kind of limits your visibility behind them because some of these LED lights are extremely light nowadays. They're extremely bright. So the the the, te- the technical answer is no. I, I encourage everybody, again, uh, not, I know everybody slowed down, Ian, but did they all slow down in the left lane? And that's probably gonna be a yes, you know, instead of moving- Yeah, everybody the slowed light, down across wanna, the water. Correct, and so you still wanna move over to that left lane while the tail while the lights are important, um, headlights are, are extremely important as well. And really if you think about it for for a big truck, for 18 wheelers, even for okay. you as a, as a passenger car type vehicle, you use your, you should be using your rear view mirrors, your side view mirrors to see cars. And without those headlights on, especially in a blinding rain, when everything becomes as they feel white out, it's very difficult to see so i encourage people to try to get out the habit of just falling back on those automatic lights and actually turn that switch and 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 not only to turn the switch don't just stop on the park light feature of that light lighting it has to be full on mm-hmm. as far as for front and rear headlight and tail lamp not just the park lights that's i see that a lot as well and that's actually not not technically legal to drive with so um yeah. Your, I'm glad to hear everybody slow down. Yeah. But, but, you know, again, yeah.
5: That's what I was going to ask you, too, to kind of follow up. It is good that people slow down. If you feel that uncomfortable, if you can get off of the roadway and take an exit, I mean, would you advise that? Because some people are just a bag of nerves, a bundle of nerves. When it's like that, it, it's, um, I don't know, to me, it's kind of terrifying, actually.
7: Yeah, I, I, I certainly would. I, I would say take the nearest exit and kind of wait out. I don't like the idea of stopping on the side of the roadway. Yeah. I think. That is extremely dangerous. You know, a lot of people don't realize we have a law that says you can't uh, parking, stopping, and standing on, on on the on the roadway. You're not supposed to actually stop on a roadway. I know a lot of people in businesses in this area. They they might have a short driveway and people stop on the roadway mm. or or uh, not or on the shoulder of the roadway. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about uh, you know um, Chick Fil A down Ambassador. I mean that that's totally illegal. Yes, but I'm talking about just parked on the shoulder of the roadway. You're actually not even supposed to do that that that's actually parking and standing so should there be a crash and you could hit and you're you're just stopped there for no reason not necessarily emergency situation um that you know that that could be a problem and you could actually be cited for that so it it is a little bit and look i'll tell you this with with you know the the start of hurricane season approaching you know when we have a uh hurricane situation coming where where we may have to have a um uh, uh, an, an evacuation, we're going to clear the roadways. So typically, we would give 24-hour notice of us before we tow a vehicle from the side of the road. If it's being left there, we'll put a sticker on there saying you have 24 hours to remove this vehicle, and then we get the, the tow truck to come and pick it up. But when, whenever there's an emergency situation where we see a possible uh, problem with evacuations, we're going to clear those out immediately. So that that allows for for the flow of traffic and. And if you've ever been in a crash where you have emergency vehicles coming down the side of the roadway on the side of you, on the shoulder, to get to the crash, you'll understand why. I've, there's been several times where I've approached vehicles that were broke down on the roadway, on the on the shoulder, hadn't been removed. And it becomes a problem where I've got to work my way back into traffic because maybe it's too wet in the shoulder or whatever reason I can't pass around it. It, it does It is a hindrance, and it does slow down. Uh, emergency responders from being able to get to the crash
5: Mm, mm, which is an excellent point too well trooper thomas gosson has been joining us sir thank you for your time this morning i hope uh businesses groups take you up on the offer you have so much to to inform them with especially you know if there are folks are out there driving even if it's like a sales situation you know even when you've got those people on the roadways um you know, it doesn't hurt to just kind of review, and a lot of times I think we learn stuff every time we talk to you that maybe we never would have thought yeah.
7: of. And you know, sometimes they'll they'll start asking questions about different. Um, the big questions that you usually are equipment violations. You see these trends happening, and they they're asking about those, and they're shocked when you tell them the the answer, as far as for the what's the legal answer of it what's not allowed and what's allowed, and they're like, well, I see it all the time on the roadway. Just because they sell it and just because you see it does not mean it's legal. You know, it doesn't, there are still laws in the books and, and you know, unfortunately, we're, we're not the ones who make the laws, we just enforce them, so. You know, be careful before you buy stuff is what I usually tell people. You know, do your research, call the troop, ask questions before you purchase, make a big purchase, and make sure it's it's not illegal to be on the roadway.
5: Yeah, boy, talk about it because that would be the last thing. Can you imagine now? And that's the problem. You know, if you don't know, you don't know, and plus, mm-hmm. you you some people are gonna you know not not follow the law and they're gonna keep that stuff. But then you run the risk, and if you do the right thing yep. and take all that stuff off there, then you wasted. All that money. Uh, that's a mess. Right. Mess. Correct. Mess indeed. Well, Trooper Thomas Gossin, all right, thank you so much for your time. Hey, keep protecting and serving like you do.
7: Well, thank you. I'm sorry I couldn't make it in there. I'm, I'm actually going to be headed to Homa, uh, for this week for a child passenger safety class, Ooh, teaching God. other technicians how to do this properly. So we'll have more fitting stations in the area. We were in the New Orleans area, our Kenner area, two weeks ago doing the same thing. We had 19 new techs out there to be able to offer it. And, and we still do that. Every Wednesday from 8 o'clock to noon, we do child seat checks. So please come on by. Let us make sure your, your little one is properly secured in there, and we'll teach you how to do it.
5: Yep, I love it. Free to the public. All right, it's coming out now on 730A. Thanks, Trooper. Have a great day. We've got on the way. Um, we might have time for a little bit of discussion. Get your phones ready. The
2: loudest voices on the biggest issues. We're listening to your concerns. And that's why it's so important for us to say that we hear you. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it.
3: Are you ready to purchase a home but need help coming up with the money to make it happen? Capital Area Finance Authority grant programs can help. Visit the CAFA.org today. That's the CAFA.org. News
5: Talk 965 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew James.com.
15: We've got kind of a chilly start across Acadiana today and going to be cool through the afternoon. Actually, quite a nice day. There's going to be moments of cloudiness, but I think overall mostly sunny skies, especially as we get into the back half of the day today. Temperatures back down to the upper 50s tonight, cloudier and warmer for your Wednesday. And once that warm air sinks in, it is going to stay that way through the rest of the week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC, Meteorologist. Daniel Phillips on News Talk 965 KPL. All
5: right, we're at 53 now. Mostly clear skies out there. It's looking great.
15: News Talk 965
2: KPL. Right now, traffic.
5: Okay, West Congress at Domang got a report of a traffic light malfunction. That's West Congress at Domang, a report of a traffic light malfunction. All right, update us on the app chat. You can also call in. We would appreciate the help. You don't have the KPL mobile app downloaded. Get on that. It is coming up on seven forty-three in the morning. Hey, it's Tuesday morning. Bernadette Lee, Ian Ozan, here with you this morning. And this man also just walked into the studio. Hey, Ian, Joe Cunningham is here.
12: Joe. Ian, I miss you, buddy. I miss you too, man. How's it feel to be away from the kids for a week?
1: Uh, it feels actually you know, kind of pleasant, uh, although Good. I do have a lot of school-related work to get through this week because uh, parents, I don't know if you know this, but um, uh, progress reports come out uh, the oh. Tuesday we get back from the break, and for a lot of schools, testing's going on right now, so make sure that your kids are eating their Wheaties. And uh, get, keeping that brain power going through the break because... And
12: demand answers from the school board as to who created that schedule. That's just jacked up.
1: <laughs> it's, uh, trust me, I, I've, I've filed complaints. Uh, <laughs> tend, tend to go, tend to go uh, unanswered on those prayers and, and mm. calls sometimes.
5: Yeah, because if you think about it, really, there's only about five weeks, yeah. five to six weeks left yeah, to school. I
1: mean, uh, seniors, seniors only have about two weeks from when we God. come back. And they're done, and then you got a couple more weeks after that, and, and we're out. Where did the year go? Uh, thankfully, far, far away. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> This, I, I'm, I'm really and truly hoping that this is the last that we will have of any year related to COVID nineteen. I know that we'll have the, the uh, it's endemic at this point. I know it's going to be coming around. That's me knocking but, on wood. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I don't think we'll have the school years with COVID nineteen that we've had in the past. Which thank God. Because, and I've said this on my own show in the afternoons, three to four p.m. weekdays. Um,
5: cheap plug. that yeah, cheap, I love it.
1: The Cheap pop the right, here uh, right here in Lafayette, Louisiana.
5: Right here in Cape Hill.
1: <laughs>
12: Thank you, McFoley.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, anytime get, get the Cheap pop in, but uh, the um, excuse me, I forgot. Where yes, I was I'm going sorry, sir. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, teachers have been through an inordinate amount of hell this year. Yeah. Um, and and the past couple years, and. We need a break. Yeah, um,
5: I can't even imagine what it must have been like with the virtual learning. Then it was kind of back and forth. Sometimes in person, sometimes I mean, virtual. The hybrid me- the method that went we, on. We have while. the
1: we have the data, and it shows it wasn't great. Yeah. Now here in Lafayette Parish, we we went hybrid that next year, mm-hmm. um, after the initial shutdown, and so our scores were higher than those around the state of, of places that had partial or full shutdowns. Yeah. Um. So we know that the data showed getting kids into the classrooms helped. Yep, it mattered. A hybrid schedule didn't help as much because they were getting about half the education. Because you're supposed to be asynchronous when you weren't at school for that and mm-hmm. kids doing work at home and everything. But kids weren't always doing that. No. They just thought they were going to school two to three days a week. Yippee. Which yeah, actually not a bad idea. But <laughs> um, for my sake. But we have the data that shows the, cla- the the time you spend in the classroom is time well spent that you are going yeah. to be learning the things that you're learning. What I'm interested in knowing, the, the, uh, the State Department of Education is putting out feelers asking about assessments. Mm. And I'm thinking that it's partially due to the waves being made in Florida right now. Florida got rid of end-of-the-year assessments, and they're doing intermediate assessments three times a year now. Okay. So and that and it will provide much quicker data, so you can go back and see, hey, my kids know this. Hey, my kids don't go don't know this. Mm-hmm. Teachers mm-hmm. can go back and and change their instruction to uh, pick up and 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 help with the gaps those kids clearly have after that first assessment. Mm-hmm. So I I'm and we here in Lafayette Parish, I know other parishes have kind of looked at this sort of thing. There's a program called Edge Elastic. Here in the parish, we use Edge Elastic-based assessments that are tied to the standards that our kids are supposed to know. And multiple times a year, uh, they've sent us out these unit assessments on Edge Elastic to check the kids' standards-based learning. And and we're seeing good results from that. So we've made moves that sort of look like it, but Florida really took a gigantic leap to basically doing diagnostic exams next year and for the 2023-2024 year. Uh-huh. Will be launching this as their state assessment practice rather than one big end of the year practice. Interesting, that's fascinating.
13: Mm-hmm.
5: Oh, we got to look more into this. Mm-hmm. I-, I think without a doubt. Um, do from what the information is that you've seen, I mean, is it uh, better for them? I mean, you're, I, that's the impression I'm getting from you.
1: I think it's better mm-hmm. because when you have the test in in earlier in the year mm-hmm. and you have it multiple times in the year, yeah. you have multiple different you sections really in the get year, a good gauge. you do, you get to see where your kids are rather mm-hmm. than having one end of the year assessment. And if the mm-hmm. kid doesn't remember something from yeah. the first nine weeks, you are just kind of SOL on that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm much preferring the assess through the year. So you know what your kids do and mm-hmm. don't know, and you can amend your teaching skills based on that. Meanwhile, our legislature threw out that idea that I think is now died, but Having teachers have all their plans ready for the beginning of the year, which mm-hmm. absolutely drove me up a wall, because mm-hmm. if you're trying to amend what your kids are, are learning or not. Yeah, or, how's what that going to work? If you if you're supposed to have all your plans ready and any any changes to your lesson plans you have to make by the midpoint of the year, that doesn't affect everything so i'm gonna jive the you know the 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 haters out there say those who can do those who can't teach and uh-huh. and the teachers out there say those who can teach and those who can't write laws about teaching that's <laughs> that's about
12: where we are those who can't teach legislate exactly yes.
5: i didn't well, say it no one said it it's just something i'll probably people say, it. say it
12: oh no i i own that because it's true if you look at some of the bills that have been passed regarding education and how Ask the state has decimated the- public ed Teachers. I, I believe it wholeheartedly. Oh. Joe, I know we only have a few seconds. I'll ask you yeah. this. Does, does testing still matter? Is it still worth it? The data matters. How yeah.
1: how, we test, um, how we test needs to change, but the data still matters because our kids still need to know those skills and those key points of information. Mm.
5: Boy, that is good food for thought. I can't wait to see what ultimately happens for our area and also the surrounding Acadiana parishes. When, help people weigh in on it. Me too. Yeah, it's coming up now in 7.50. All right, for this morning, we are going to have this mixture of sun and clouds. It did get a little more cloudy. We're up to about 53 degrees here, or exactly 53 here at Cape Hill. Hey, it's going to be another great day, high at 75. If you can work out on the patio, by all means, at your office today, drag everything outside. Uh, it's going to be another just great one. 58, low tonight, a little bit warmer tomorrow, partly sunny with a high at 80. So it's nice, partly cloudy through the weekend, getting a little warmer each day, though. So start preparing for that. Coming up now in 751 on Acadiana's Morning News.
2: The loudest voices on the biggest issues impacting your life. Continuing the long tradition of informing you in Acadiana. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it.
3: The West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau is proud to present Kite Fest April 30th and May 1st. This festival of the year is family-friendly and free with kites, inflatables, food booths, fireworks, and more. Learn more at westbatonrouge.net.
2: Leveraging the power of Fox News Radio to cover the big issues that matter to you. News Talk 96.5. KPEL. Depend on it.
5: Want a financial consultant who sees things through your eyes? Talk to Jeff Gunnels, your local Charles Schwab branch leader at 337 I'm Liz
10: Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report.
6: Pharmaceutical giant Johnson & Johnson and toy maker Hasbro both are reporting earnings. J&J's profit top forecast, though its revenue number was disappointing, it's raising the dividend it pays shareholders, but it's also lowering expectations for this year. Hasbro's quarter was weaker than a year ago. The toy company says it was hurt by the strong dollar and supply chain issues. Insurance giant Travelers is reporting a stronger than expected quarter. Plug Power shares are rallying. The company has a deal with Walmart to supply liquid green hydrogen to power Walmart trucks at distribution and fulfillment centers. And Amazon employees at a facility in Bayonne, New Jersey have decided to hold a unionizing election. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Coselda, invested in you.
11: After 9-11, Ben Harrow couldn't wait to enlist in the Army. But in Afghanistan, Ben stepped on an IED while leading an anti-terrorism mission. Ben survived, but lost both of his legs above the knee, two fingers, and sustained injuries to his right forearm. Ben now lives in a smart home from the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which gave him back his independence despite his severe physical challenges. Help heroes like Ben. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T. Dot org.
4: You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. A federal district court judge voided the Biden
12: administration's mask mandate on public transportation saying the rule is not legal. Oh, this administration is not interested in the law. They're interested in their agenda and shoving it down your throat from the unconstitutional eviction moratorium to mandatory vaccinations, canceling student debt to yet now another mask mandate ruled unlawful by a court of law. The Biden regime will not only bend the law, they will break it in two. Jen Psaki was asked by a reporter, why do passengers on planes have to wear a mask and those in the White House briefing room do not? The answer, I'm not a doctor. No, you're not. But the American people aren't your lab rats either. American Ground Radio, where building a
4: better America begins with building a better us. Return each weeknight from 9 to 10 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Farrer. On News Talk 96.5 KPEL and streaming live at KPEL96.5.com.
5: News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio.
4: A new phase. I'm Roger Stern, Fox News. Both sides describe Russia's expanded push into eastern Ukraine as a new phase in the war. Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky says, Russia has begun its attack on the Donbass region.
0: Russian's foreign minister confirms that Russia has begun its second major phase targeting the east, the Donbass region. This comes as the Pentagon now confirms Ukrainians will begin training on American-provided howitzers within days. And also a brutal standoff right now in the port city of Mariupol, which has almost been entirely leveled. An unknown number of Ukrainian Marines believed to be the last pocket of resistance in in that city hold up in a major steel plant with little to no food or resources. Russians reportedly began dropping bunker buster bombs on the troops. Those resilient Ukrainians are proving to be a detriment to Russian troops by consuming their
4: time uh, that could be on the front lines. Fox's Matt Finn in Lviv. Meanwhile, Ukraine's deputy prime minister says his nation swapped POWs with Russia, Ukraine receiving 60 soldiers and 16 civilians. There's now a patchwork of rules when it comes comes to wearing masks on public transportation this after yesterday's ruling by a federal judge ending the CDC's transportation mask mandate.
6: It gives airports, mass transit systems, and ride hailing services like Uber and Lyft the option to keep mask rules or get rid of them. Rules for trains and buses vary by city. In New York City, the MTA says it's keeping a mask mandate in place for subways, buses, and commuter rail lines, while Washington, D.C.'s Metro says masks will be optional for customers on its trains as well as employees. As of today, Uber says masks are no longer required for riders and drivers. In New York City, Tanya J. Powers, Fox News.
4: America is listening to Fox News. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal
8: pneumonia. I'm asking about Prevnar 20 because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower risk response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I want to be able to keep my plans.
7: So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20.
4: Finally, a break for New York City police in the weekend stabbing of a Queens woman whose body was left in a duffel bag near her home. Fox's Todd Pyro reports that cops have identified a person of interest.
7: Or Solia Gall died from stabbing injuries
0: to her neck, confirming her death as a homicide. But the 51-year-old mother of two was stabbed
9: a total of 58 times in this brutal attack. Police say those gruesome details likely mean She knew her killer. The killer also reportedly threatening Gall's husband in a text message saying, quote, your wife sent me to jail some years ago when
0: you were living near Austin Street in Forest Hills. I'm back. Don't call the police
9: or I will kill your family.
4: A retail watchdog claims that some of America's largest stores are using inflation to generate massive profits.
9: The report
8: from the nonpartisan group Accountable.us says it examined financial statements from the nation's top 10 retailers over the past two years and found some of them are taking advantage of inflation to raise prices, overcharge shoppers, and rake in billions in additional profits. But some analysts point to flaws in the report, saying, for instance, it fails to mention retailers need to raise prices because their own costs are rising. Carmen Roberts. Fox News.
4: George's controversial Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene is angry that the Republican Party is not supporting her in a lawsuit brought by people who want to keep her off the November ballot.
11: I have to protect myself. I have to go to court on Friday and actually be questioned about something I've never been charged with and something I was completely against.
4: Green on Tucker Carlson tonight talking about the Capitol Hill riot. Her leading Democratic opponent is raising more money than she is. I'm Roger Stern and you're listening to Fox News.
12: It's time to win cash. Get your KPL News apps ready because here's your chance to win $10,000. Just enter the following code word into your KPL News app where it says cash code. Mm. And make sure you listen for more code words throughout the day. Yes. Because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Yes. You ready? Yes. Here is your code word. The cash word is Michael and Dwight. That's right, a dynamic duo, that is the theme today. Michael and Dwight, M-I-C-H-A-E-L space A-N-D space D-W-I-G-H-T. Michael and Dwight, as in the characters from The Office. They're our first dynamic duo and our first cash code, Michael and Dwight. Go to kpl 965com or the k mobile app. Click Win Cash. Type in Michael and Dwight for your chance to win up to $10,000 with Win Cash for Matthew James Financial and News Talk 96.5 k 5K- Two.
2: Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the KPel News app. Now the headlines from the k News Center.
12: It is 8.08 in the morning. Bernie, what's the widget say?
5: All right, widget. Fifty three degrees, mostly clear skies. That's your widget update.
12: So it's a little bit warmer right now. Fifty three degrees. It's
5: blazing right
12: now. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it blazing like a saddle?
5: Uh, (laughs) I have so many comments. All right. Keep going. (laughs) Joe does. Daniel Phillips. Joe. Joe. Joe.
1: Comments. I don't make comments at all.
5: (laughs) All right.
12: Sorry, Ian. Keep going. Daniel Phillips says, sunny, cool, and I have 75 today. A full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for News Talk 96.5 5 K-Pel. I'm Ian Ozan, and I'm wondering what in the wide, wide world of sports is it going on here? The Lafayette Public Library Board of Control voting to keep a controversial DVD in its stacks. The board voted to allow Scotty and the Secret History of Hollywood on the shelf. However, anyone who wants to check it out will need to provide identification proving he or she is at least 17 years or older. The woman who challenged the DVD did not show up for last night's meeting. The board also deferred action on a new Northeast Regional Library. The board tabled that item until its next meeting. By the way, I just finished the write-up of that story during that last commercial break. When we hit the next break, it'll be going online at KPEL965.com and the KPEL app. So those of you with the app, get ready for a push notification. In Sunset, a high-speed chase ends in a crash. That crash knocked down a telephone pole. The suspect was injured and taken to the hospital. No word yet on any charges or about what led to that chase. In Jeff Davis Parish, state police, sheriff's deputies, and other officials are combing rural areas for evidence in the Ella Goody case. Authorities say they'll be searching a 50-square-mile area near Iowa for evidence. So far, they've not found anything related to that case. Goody has been missing for more than a month. Her vehicle was found in Missouri. But there's been no trace of her. The person of interest is in custody. In New Iberia, police are looking for a suspect connected to an armed robbery and a shooting. Ricky Thibodeau Jr. is accused of holding up a store on Admiral Doyle Drive and then shooting a man in the head in another incident on South Hopkins Street. Thibodeau is wanted on attempted first-degree murder and armed robbery charges. To Baton Rouge we go. The House Appropriations Committee approves a budget proposal, but one of Governor John Bell Edwards' major projects takes a hit. The committee slashed funding for a proposed Mississippi River Bridge in Baton Rouge. The governor had asked for $500 million for that project. The committee split that $500 million total among multiple projects across the state, including the new Mississippi River Bridge, or excuse me, including that new Mississippi River Bridge in Baton Rouge. In the Senate, a committee will discuss eliminating the death penalty in Louisiana. Kevin Gallagher has a preview.
13: Monroe Democrat Senator Katrina Jackson's bill goes before Senate Judiciary C today. Deadman walking author Sister Helen Prejean supports the bill because she says it's time.
11: We haven't had an actual execution in Louisiana in
13: 17 years. The state hasn't been able to buy lethal injection drugs for many years. Prejean says Louisiana is among only 27 states that still execute killers, but it needs to end.
11: The last step is going to be to just take it off the books. We don't really need it anymore.
13: She says if we're a pro-life state, this is a pro-life issue.
11: Not just for the innocent, but even for the guilty.
13: I'm Kevin Gallagher.
12: Back in the House, term limits for assessors are on the committee
9: agenda today. David Grubb has the preview. Louisiana voters have supported term limits for legislators at both the state and national level, but would they do the same for assessors? New Orleans Representative Mandy Landry would like to find out.
14: I do think that voters would feel the same for assessors.
9: House Bill 288 would put term limits on this November's ballot. Landry says there are two
14: reasons for the bill. Not only is this a good government measure, but that it's a fairness measure.
9: Attorney Brian Eddington spoke against the bill on behalf of the Louisiana Assessors Association, citing the potential loss of institutional knowledge. The measure passed 7 to 6. I'm David Grubb.
12: In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns in action today against Illinois. It was a doubleheader. It's now a single game. Starts at 4 o'clock. The Cajuns yesterday dominating St. Louis. Beating the Billikens 19-0. Megan Shoreman, 13 strikeouts and a one-hit effort at the plate Shoreman, her first collar, or excuse me, her first at bat of the season, recorded an RBI double, Jordan Campbell and Ari Quinones, each with home runs. The Louisiana Raging Cajuns baseball team plays LSU tonight in the Wally Pontiff Classic. First pitch scheduled for 630. Game two of the NBA Western Conference quarterfinals between the New Orleans Pelicans and the Phoenix Suns, scheduled for tonight, tip off at nine o'clock. Tom Brady says his quote love of the game, end quote, inspired him to unretire. That's code word for I didn't want to be around my four kids all day, every day. Powerball jackpot. Nobody won it. Tomorrow night worth $370 million. Mega Millions tonight worth $20 million. And finally, Bernie. Yes, sir. We have Bear Watch Part oh, 2.
5: What? Bear Watch Part 2? Oh, okay. Yeah, this is the we best have to go Tuesday to, ever.
12: We have to go to India for this one. Okay. An injured bear was brought to an Indian zoo for treatment. Oh. Here's the catch. What? What? The bear apparently didn't want treatment. Oh. He escaped from his cage.
5: (laughs) He's like, I'm out of here. I ain't taking this. This is insane. In true Bon
12: Jovi fashion, he was a little runaway, but...
5: Oh, living on a prayer out there, wasn't
12: he? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and apparently it wasn't the right prayer because he was recaptured after wandering into a home under construction
5: in a nearby neighborhood. Hey, it's his life.
1: You're
12: going to stick what? Where? (laughs) Where? <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, officials said the bear was safely tranquilized after taking shelter uh, in that home. The bear's returned to the zoo to undergo veterinary treatment. Hi, Gavalt.
5: <laughs> yeah.
12: The mm. doctors told him they'll be there for him.
5: Oh, they they're, they're, they're going to love on him and hug him and love him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and here's
12: the thing. <laughs> Apparently, when he uh, he got to the house, he slipped on the pavement. So he learned it truly is slippery when wet. <laughs> we'll be here all day with the Bon Jovi references, folks. Because you know
5: what? We're like a social
12: disease. <laughs> yes, we are.
5: <laughs> By the way, I want you to right now, while you have mm-hmm. a second, I'd like you to say thank you, Chris and Annette.
12: Thank you, Chris and Annette.
5: I'm not explaining it, but I will on Thursday. Okay, okay, they found something very fun for you and your friend Bob Carricker, and uh, oh, oh yeah, they listen to the morning show all the time, but they make sure they never miss Thursday mornings at six thirty eight, and they they have a little something for you and the old Bobster. So you just you just hang tight on Thursday, big tease. Okay, I'm big teasing. Oh, I'm
12: looking. I'm looking forward to this now. Oh, yeah.
5: This will be like fun. It. It's, uh, it's Bernie approved. It's also Joe Cunningham approved. Yes,
1: it's it's wonderful. And I will also say that I make sure to listen to you guys and Bob every Thursday <laughs> in car rider line at school. Yes. So I'm laughing while parents are dropping off their kids at school in the morning because I'm listening to a history professor.
5: Okay. Are they looking at you funny? Some, usually? Of them, some of them
1: are. Some of them are just used to seeing me losing my mind in the morning for one reason or another.
5: I love it. He has his own show and mm-hmm. he listens to us. You're you're an all around good guy. Thank you. Good man. They good man.
12: You lose your mind up in here. Up in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so
1: I was li- so I was in NACA show over the weekend. Yeah. Um and actually up in here was playing on so I had to borrow my mom's car. My wife had mine. My my parents have Sirius XM. So I was listening to uh the the various pop stations. And I'm listening to one channel. It, it's called, like, Pop Rock or something like that. It's Channel 12. And it's, it's, like, all the pop rock songs from, like, the 2000s. And it's playing a really good playlist. And then all of a sudden, they get to Last Kiss by Pearl Jam, and it completely ruins the mood. So rather than be depressed for three minutes straight, I flip it over to the next, and Up In Here is playing, and then I start rocking out again. <laughs> God, we are getting old.
5: I mean, really? Yes, we are.
1: The two thousand were like five years ago. Weren't
12: they? Look, when
1: Party like the in the USA was thirty years ago,
12: when Party in the USA is now considered an oldie, and that's the right? song that plays at every high school softball game that you go to. <laughs> that's when you know you're getting old. Is that what uh "Don't Stop Believing" is to yes to folks of the generation before me?
5: Yes, that is my song, and it's always been my song. So yes, our generation.
1: That's that's also going to be a staple at every white wedding oh, for, from here to eternity. I'm telling you,
5: it just—it's it's going to
1: at every reception.
13: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Play but, that funky music, white boy, and don't right? stop believing. Every wedding reception from here to the end of time, Absolutely. guaranteed,
5: without a doubt. That and all the single ladies, yes. Uh, you gotta have that one. When it's
1: time for the toss, yes. all the single ladies starts playing. That's just it, where we are as it's a society. Just
5: that, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> I blame the Sopranos for taking "Stop Don't Stop Believing" away from my people and reintroducing it to a new generation. It's all the, the, the fault of Tony Soprano. I've decided,
12: mm-hmm. no. <laughs> I'm still stuck on the thought of uh, of uh, the song that's played every white wedding.
1: Okay, it is coming up now at 817. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding, welcome home.
15: A front has pushed its way across Acadiana, and as a result, it looks like our weather's going to be a little quieter over the next couple of days. should be. An improvement from the weekend. We should get all of that moisture out of here at least for a couple of days. I think today and tomorrow actually looking quite nice. We'll wake up to some cloud cover, but eventually more and more sunshine. Temperatures are going to be in the mid to upper 70s, about 76 to 77 degrees. Winds are coming from the north at 10 to 15 miles an hour. Overnight lows tonight going to be dropping down into the lower 60s. Sunny headed into tomorrow. Maybe a few fair weather clouds. Temperatures staying in the 70s for tomorrow as well. I do think We get closer to about 80 degrees again by Wednesday. Clouds move back into the area and moisture takes over for the back part of the work week. Not necessarily going to translate into any kind of serious rainfall here for this week, but it does mean it will be a little bit muggier after Wednesday. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Well, if you have a wedding to plan, you
12: need some money, and you don't need to be worrying about what songs you're going to play. You need to worry about how you're going to pay for it. And DraftKings could be a way for you to pay for it, especially if you know your sports. Right now, we are in the first round of the NBA playoffs, and the DraftKings Sportsbook is one of the official betting partners of the National Basketball Association, and they want you to get in on the action, especially if you're a New Orleans Pelicans fan. The Pels playing the Suns game two of the Western Conference quarterfinals tonight. And you can get in on the action. A minimum $5 bet using code word Pelican gives you $150 in free bets automatically. You don't even have to win anything tonight. $5 minimum bet with code word Pelican and you get $150 in free bets just like that. That's right. The DraftKings Sportsbook application. It's safe, it's secure, it's reliable, it's so much fun when you have a skin in the game. So download it right now. And don't forget about the same game parlays. The more legs you add to your parlay, the more money you could win. And right now, by playing a same game parlay, if you put down a minimum bet on a same game parlay with code word Pelican, even if you lose, you wind up getting your money back, that's a t- money back. That's $10 on the same game parlay with DraftKings where you can do it risk-free this week only with code word Pelican. So download it now, DraftKings Sportsbook application, use code word Pelican with a minimum $5 bet, get $150 in free bets and that risk-free same game parlay. That's right now through DraftKings code word Pelican, Pelican, Pelican through the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Do it now because it may help you pay off a wedding. You must be 21 years or older and physically present in Louisiana to play. Eligibility restrictions apply. Availability varies by parish. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. The official licensing partner of DraftKings in Louisiana is the Golden Nugget of Lake Charles. And if you have a gambling problem, call
2: 1-877-770-STOP. News Talk 965 KPL. Right now traffic.
5: Alright, double checking what's happening with our traffic at this hour. We do have a couple of more hot spots. Alright. Got a vehicle fender bender Pandora at Delphine Street. That's Pandora at Delphine Street. Got a crash with injuries Camellia Boulevard at Starling. That's Camellia Boulevard at Starling. Got a fender bender on Piot Road. Just down from Austin Road, that's Piot Road. Just down from Austin Road, so watch out in those areas. Call us if you have a little update for us. We always can use your help, your eyes and ears. So two three two one five four two, or get the KPL app, which is free in the app store. You get all the latest news, all the latest stuff. You get it first, and you can just hit the phone icon and get straight into the KPL control.
12: Small town girl, in a lonely world. Are you lonely? Uh, I'm, I'm here by myself in a hotel room. So yeah.
13: Yes,
5: yes, you really are. I don't know.
12: <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> are you a city boy, Joe? <laughs> this is going downhill quick.
1: <laughs> Turn it off. I'm not going to be able to hold it back much longer. <laughs>
5: I'm cutting it off. Yeah, cutting it off. Stop it's yourself. impossible
1: not to. You just, it's its like when the safety dance comes on. You just have to do the arm yeah, motions anytime you You dance hear it. if you want
12: to. You That's can leave a right. friend behind. That's right. And friends don't dance, and if they don't dance with well, their are no friends of mine. That's right.
1: My first ever radio show was just all 80s pop. Was hits, it really? And the safety dance came on all the time, and I had a guy absolutely. who was with me.
8: Yeah.
1: And, uh, Whenever we did the sports segment of the show, we had we also had an afternoon show called Louisiana Sports Tonight, and we would cover local and state sports and sometimes the national sports as well. And I made sure that whenever he was least expecting it, that's when the safety dance bumper would come on. And then he would just lean back and he would do the arm Movements. He yes. would do the safety dance. Absolutely. In there. And it would be a good 15, 20 seconds before he could start the show because you you have to do the safety dance whenever the music plays. Look. I think it's part of the uh, – I think it's federal code. If you don't do it, there is something wrong with you.
5: I mean, without a doubt, you have to always do the safety dance. You know the other one? What's the one by Queen, Ian? Why am I uh, – Radio
12: Gaga. Yes. yes.
5: As – I crack myself up. Uh, you know, I think I need to start working on those memory
11: games. <laughs>
5: Because I swear, all right, to the phones, to the bat line. All right, let's see what's going on with this person. Hello, you've called Acadiana's Morning
7: News. Since you played the last song, how about you play the Soprano song? That's all match.
5: Oh, well, okay, I might do that. Okay, that's a good idea. We could do that to end the show. I love it. Okay. There you go. So uh, Ian Ozan is on location. Mm -hmm. Joe Cunningham, who hosts his own show. On KPL three to four, he joins us in studio this morning for a little bit of uh, fun and commentary today. And so, there's a lot going on in the legislative session. All right, so I have to ask you. Let's let's turn very serious here for a moment. Oh God. Um. I'm... Yeah. No. You know. I.
1: You know. I, I don't do
5: that. Oh, but come on. Uh, I am very curious. Why do you think, do you have any thoughts on why this bill is coming up now? The one about limiting terms, term limiting the terms for assessors. <laughs> I mean, seriously, because I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, well, if people want this. Couldn't they do
1: this locally? You know, those memes that start yeah. out with like nobody talking and then all of a sudden somebody <laughs> just says something randomly. That's what this is. Yeah. Who out there said, by God, these tax assessors need to be reined in.
5: That's right. Go home. I don't. Somebody
12: in whatever yep. legislative district pissed off that particular <laughs> legislator. That's what it boils down to. Somebody is mad that their property was assessed above what they thought it should be or didn't get a brother in law deal. So now they want the assessor to be gone. And as a result, they want to penalize the other assessors. Ah. This is just absolutely insane. If you want to do a term limit for one, you need to go across the board yeah. and put I mean, all officials at term limits. All right, Joe, which, you in
5: that camp? Yeah, you I'm, in
1: the camp? Sir? So, I've always always been mixed feelings on term limits because on the one hand, what if you get a really good one and you want them to stay? But on the other hand, what if you get a really bad one and you want them out of there or you don't want the stagnation that comes with people who just get too comfortable with power? Absolutely. At the federal level, my term limit solution is not the politician, the staff. Because staff stays in Washington, D.C. for decades, Joe, and they just go from one. They just go from one congressperson to the next or they go from one committee to a congressperson or wherever they stay there forever. They become the institution. Why not have a term limit on your staff in Washington, (laughs) D.C.? Here at the state level and the local level. It tends to, I, I kind of like the legislative uh, term limits we have, except for the fact that you could serve one, then cross over and do the other, and then go back. It's, I like, hate that. All that. It should
5: have been three terms, yeah. whether it was House or Senate. Um, done and gone.
1: So I think we could we could tighten that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I definitely think so, too. Because those people become uh, institutions in and of themselves.
5: Yes, yes. And many uh, end up having such profitable uh, situations How do you themselves. get so
1: rich being in, in <sighs> the legislature?
5: I don't know, but obviously we are all you, me and Ian doing something wrong. OK, we are obviously doing it wrong. I'm going to declare my candidacy for something.
1: I'm in multiple wrong professions, <laughs> apparently. Ra- radio and education, I'm still not making what legislators <laughs> make.
5: <laughs> OK, on that note, more to come on Katie Acadiana's Morning News. Now, you see this is a message about how you can call in. Hang tight. Phone lines
2: are open. Call the show at 232-1542. 232-1542. Then listen live anytime with the free KPL News app, free in the App Store or Google Play.
5: It is coming up now at 8.33. Katie Anna's Morning News. Ian Ozan, Bernadette Lee. And the addition this morning for a little bit, Joe Cunningham. He hosts his own show Monday through Friday, 3 to 4. If you've not checked it out, you, I'm telling you, are missing one of the best hours that we've got here on KPL, Hands down. Joe in studio. Now, Joe's going to also be back tomorrow because he occasionally gets the chance to come in and be one of our Wing In It Wednesday panelists. So tomorrow... We've got Stephen Hanwork, Democratic strategist, coming in. We've got Joe Cunningham, show host. And, uh, okay, how many different things, publications, do you write for currently? Okay,
1: so I write for redstate.com. Yeah. And most of what I write there, plus some extra stuff, also goes on to a website called Substack. And Substack is where you can create your own newsletter. Okay. So it's kitchenpundit.substack.com. I also post the podcast version of the show mm-hmm. through Substack, so you can get it directly there or you can go to Apple, Spotify, wherever, and listen to the podcast version there. So if you missed the show or you mm-hmm. haven't listened to it yet, you can go and check it out uh, in out. podcast form.
5: Yeah, I love your show, man. Thank you. Thank I you really very much. Do. And I mean, I can't, how many years did we work on this? Oh, God.
1: <laughs> um, this, this has been several years. Uh, just from coming, uh, originally just coming on, uh, when I brought some students in here to talk about an initiative we were doing at my school. Yeah. And then just from there coming in to talk politics every now and then, particularly when, you know, school was out and I had a chance to. And then the winging at Wednesdays and yep. then eventually. Because um,
5: everybody here loves you, too.
1: Well, and, you I, I love all of you guys, even the big guy in the next <laughs> room. Um, well, he's been nice enough to let me sub in on his show. So.
5: And yes, that is true, too, which has been wonderful. You know, not only the the politics, the way you kind of break things down. That is great. I enjoy your show. I subscribe to the news feed, so I get all of your stuff. In addition to that, you also love Meatloaf.
1: I do. It um, is, it's very true. I mm-hmm. would do anything to listen to Meatloaf one more time before we get out of the show today. Uh, oh. But would you do that? <laughs> that is one of the greatest misunderstandings in music. Everybody, what? everybody, it's the running joke, but what, what exactly wouldn't Meatloaf do? He never explains that. You haven't listened to the whole eight-minute version of the song. Because he clearly says at the end of, of the song what he wouldn't do for love, but yes, Aww. I would also do that. So what does he say? So at the at I've the never end, noticed at the because you get there and you've got the girl singing alongside. Would you? Yes. Do the, um, uh, uh After a while, you'll forget everything. Um, it was just a brief interlude in "Summer Night's Dream," um, and you say it's time to move on. And He goes, "I won't do that." Wow. And it's just more of it's just more of that.
12: Um, Oh, at the end, she says sooner or later, we'll be screwing around. He says, I won't do that. And the other part is if you listen to the last line of every verse, Mm
10: -hmm. because every verse
12: where he states or I should say in the chorus, he states what he would do. I would do anything for love. I would I would take you. uh, I would run right through hell and back. And then the last line of every chorus, he says something which he contradicts by saying, I won't do that. So essentially, he's saying I would do anything for love but I won't mess around on you to get love. Mm, yeah. it's, wow. It is a, a Jim Steinman-esque way of saying I love you more than life itself. <clears throat> That's
1: It took about Stein five minutes Trace. to do it. He was a fantastic songwriter, Steinman yeah. was. Um, and, and one of my favorite bits of trivia is the fact that uh, I, one of the most famous songs that nobody knows Steinman wrote uh, was uh, oh god it, the the name just slipped my mind? As Celine Dion made it famous. Oh, um, it's all coming back to yeah, me it's now. It's that was to supposed now. to be
12: a Meatloaf song, but meatloaf something it's, happened along the way. Yeah. Steinman
1: felt it that Meatloaf's voice wasn't the appropriate medium oh, for it, so he really? kind of shopped it out. One person picked up, then Celine Dion made it famous. Well, Bad Out of Hell three, which you can only find streaming on Spotify for whatever reason, but Bad Out of Hell three features Meatloaf's version of it. And okay. that and, and, and that good. and Bat Out of Hell three was the reunion of Meatloaf and Steinman after decades because after the after uh, the release of uh, Bad Out of Hell two, there was a disagreement or whatever. It's never been really clear what happened between the two, but they, but they the, the partnership yeah the partnership broke up, and then uh, in the mid two thousands they got back together, and. Released "Bad Out of Hell" three, and it had a lot more hard rock elements to it, kind of keeping up with the the times with hard rock. But it was also mm-hmm. just overall a fantastic album, and that particular song was on there. And it is the most beautiful version of that song. Forget Celine Dion; I love that version. You were the, the song.
5: person who told me, "Hey, you got to listen to this," because I remember a couple of years ago we played it on the show, and it, it is yeah, it's epic and it's great. And you know, to me, I have always thought Meatloaf was. Very underrated mm-hmm. as a performer, I think sometimes people would unfortunately put him more in a in a you know oh, he's more of a campy style of of performer, but to me, I thought there was true magic there, yeah that's just kind of my thoughts. All right, Ian, you want to weigh in any more on meatloaf before we go to our next topic?
12: <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, if you've been sleeping on meatloaf, if you've not, if you haven't revisited him since he's passed away, and if it took you that long to do it, shame on you. Go back and listen to the collection. It's just good stuff.
5: Amen. Yeah. Amen to that. All right. So we kind of commented <clears throat> on what was happening with assessors overall. Joe, have there been any of these major things that have happened? in this legislative session so far and I'll give an example which is what happened with House Appropriations Committee and them deciding we're going to take that 500 million dollars and we're going to split it among multiple projects which includes the Baton Rouge bridge I didn't see that happening I thought they'd just give it all
1: I'm I'm you know to be honest I'm glad they did um 500 million for bridge I, I don't know anything about the engineering projects or anything mm-hmm. like that but I I look at the fact that you can drive any part of the state and there's all sorts of infrastructure projects oh, that are in yeah. way way more desperate need mm-hmm. than a, a new that's bridge what in baton contended. rouge contended yeah and i mean just look around Not here that i don't
5: understand yeah. it but look here exactly yeah
1: and, and i don't that's what bothers me about state politics is everything gets so focused on baton rouge just like People who pay far too much attention, in my opinion, to national politics, they only care about the Washington, D.C. stuff and they don't care about the stuff that's more local to mm-hmm. us. And all politics is local when you come down to it. And when you're ignoring the local for Baton Rouge, or you're ignoring the local for Washington, yeah. D.C., you are overlooking the most dire needs in your own community. Mm-hmm. And 500 million that could be spread around the state for multiple very much needed projects, or for one bridge in Baton Rouge, I think is a no-brainer. If you're meant as a legislative body to represent the whole state, give the money to the whole state. There are loads of projects that you can fund partially, if not fully, with that $500 million, rather than just focusing on a new bridge.
5: A new bridge, one big project, yeah. Um, so n- anything else really surprising to you this session that's really stood
1: out to you? I... Nothing really surprising. A lot yeah. of it just more of the the same, the same old stuff.
5: That's what I felt too. Um,
1: I'm I'm really of mixed minds about the teacher pay raise again, uh, because I, I can tell again from personal experience I can tell you, fifteen hundred dollars when divided by twelve is, mm-hmm. is a little over a hundred when you may, when you take out all the deductions for those who are members of the union, those who have insurance through mm-hmm. the school board, whatever, you're you're looking at uh, less than hundred a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a raise, which is barely one grocery bill for a family of three or four, mm-hmm. so you're you're looking at a minimal raise, but it's supposed to make us feel good because it gets because fifteen hundred looks like a big number when you divide it up, it's really not.
5: Well, and every time historically, it seems to be whether you work in the private sector, whether you work for yourself, or whether you are a part of a, a system such as the teaching uh, structure any local government, it always seems that insurance costs immediately go up after that. They do. Without they, a doubt. Yeah. So
1: it's like you guys never seem to get ahead. And You know, the that is because the insurance costs are always going yeah. to be tied to what you're making. It's mm-hmm. like union dues. Union dues always go up mm-hmm. when salaries do, which is why the unions are always pushing for these. And the unions have been smart in Louisiana by pushing for what would be tolerable to Republican lawmakers, mm-hmm. but it brings in more union money. And that always makes them happy because the unions are a business as well as anybody else. They are trying to recruit. They're trying to bring up their money so they can spend on the things they want, whether it's donating to politicians, whether it's the actual services for teachers. But they they want more money to come in. Uh, but when you look at it and you look at, you know, even next door, Mississippi uh, put up a $4,000 a year raise mm-hmm. for its teachers. And I think that went through. Um, and if not, they're still debating. But I, I think that went through if I'm if I'm correct. Uh, but I have to research that again but other states across the south are looking and they're seeing hey we our our teachers have been through hell for two and a half years let's give them something Mm -hmm. and you know here i mentioned on my show yesterday in full disclosure i'm a i'm an employee of the lafayette parish school board right uh but lafayette parish took some of the money that came from the COVID relief funds gave teachers a stipend have Mm -hmm. worked toward increased pay have uh, have reinstated COVID days for teachers so that you're not losing out on your sick days for this, you know, once in a generation virus has come through and wiped out a lot of people uh, in terms of their of potentially wiping out their sick days. And you know, if they have a regular sickness, they wouldn't be able to do that because COVID wiped it out. They reinstated that after the federal mandate on that went out. Um, they have put in stipends for teachers that have to cover another teacher's class because we have a substitute shortage. Is among it's in a mess. Um, so locally, our school board has done a very good job of trying to mm-hmm. fairly reimburse teachers. Mm-hmm. Now, I I know the dissent for increased teacher pay. I, I know all the arguments there. I'm just saying. Go when and you talk look, to a teacher. Right. God. When you get a fifteen hundred dollar a year raise, but you're also just to, having to spend a pretty decent amount of money to get supplies for your own class. There's a problem mm-hmm. when you are having to not just work the eight hours in the school day, but take a bunch of work home to grade or have to contact parents, you know, throughout the evening. It's a massive and amount of, pay work there is, of paperwork. In there, there. There is a lot of bureaucratic work. There mm-hmm. is a lot of extra hours of work. And that's not to mention that a lot of teachers aren't just encouraged to take part in extracurricular activities and, and host extracurriculars and be, be sponsors of them. Some schools require that you be a, a part of at least one. And some of them are pretty major and time consuming. Yeah. So you have to take into account that they're not just te- they're not just in a classroom with your kids mm-hmm. all day every day. They're having to go home and lesson plan, grade, address emails and parent contact. They're having to run events. I mean, I've middle school soccer starts when we get back from the Easter break. Mm-hmm. We have a chance to do tryouts and then start games all through the month of May. And I'm going to be doing that. So on top of the teaching and the radio show here. I'm going to be going in and coaching that and the stipend for coaching is not that great either mm-hmm. but I know that our our parish AD is also looking at that and trying to figure out how to get more uh get mm-hmm. more pay for coaches because that and is And you
5: know the impact of sports yeah. you've seen it you you've coached other
1: Yeah other uh, uh, coaches sports. are not paid near enough mm-hmm. in 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 our public school system for what they have to do I mean the, we're we're talking you spend 8 hours at school and you're possibly spending on game days another eight hours at school just managing this and you get a couple hundred extra a month for that
12: mm-hmm. and just on practice days and people forget that yeah. you're working especially yeah. if you're doing football basketball mm-hmm. and even softball baseball because there are tournaments and series on weekends you're working six seven days a week and on the days your regular school days just on practice days alone you're spending an extra four hours at school minimum oh, so that's a 12-hour day that's a lot of sacrifice from family a lot of sacrifice from your own children to work with somebody else's kids.
1: You know, me having my show here, I stepped back from high school basketball, which mm-hmm. was several extra hours a day. I mean, we're talking, you know, basketball tournament season. You can have a game every night. That's and a lot of people thing. don't realize that. Plus the practices. That was a huge time. suck. And, and my youngest is five years old. And for most of her life, I was spending a lot of extra time at school and missing out on a lot. Now, you know, mm-hmm. thankfully, uh, you guys have given me the show in the afternoon, so I I can come do that, and I can I I can do that, and really enjoy that, and go home and spend the afternoon and evening with my kids, with my wife, and I'm able to get some supplement from that that I wasn't able to get, you know, as a coach, or I was yeah I mean, kind of some of it, and so that can that that helps out a bit. But there are a lot of teachers who are in this situation where they need to they have the passion for coaching. Don't get me wrong, they're not forced into it. But it is a huge time suck, and they're not getting, uh, they're, they're not getting uh, equal pay, yep, it, frankly, not a, at all.
5: not good compensation. And, then, and that
1: just goes through the entire teaching profession. You have a lot of stuff that teachers have to do they don't get compensated for.
5: Well, that is some big food for thought. All right, more to come on Acadiana's Morning News. Joe Cunningham joining us. He'll be back for Winging It Wednesday. The topics will be all different tomorrow. Some more on that. Joe Cunningham on Winging It Wednesday will be joined by Stephen Hanwork, Democratic strategist we'll get into a bunch of topics tomorrow as well more Here's on the show 96.5 k broadcasting from the matthew james financial studio find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com phone <laughs> I do anything for love, meatloaf. All right, it is one of Joe's favorites. All right, as we're wrapping up today here. I w- just yes, want to say, he just wants to I say, would do anything
1: yes. for love, including waking up early on a day when I'm supposed to be on break. And I'm doing it twice this week for you, Bernie.
5: Okay, seriously. You actually, if I were you, I'd have said, no, Bernie, I'm not coming in this week. I got my own stuff to do. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot, I can tell you. That's super nice of you.
1: I I like being in here with y'all. I love I love being in here in the mornings with y'all.
5: Well, just um, I don't know. I think probably because maybe we're all opinionated. Gee, go figure on that one. But we're
1: not jerks about it.
5: Maybe I don't know. Sometimes people may not so much feel that way about me. That's that's yeah, that's okay. their
1: that's their problem. Open, they need to get yeah, over that.
5: That's right. Open to their own interpretation. Um, all right, so we're wrapping up the show today. You will be back at three o'clock this afternoon for your Absolutely. own show. All right. Can you give us any window or do you prefer to just let it be teased? And
1: Well, apparently when Obama visited the White House yeah. last week, Biden told him he definitely was running for a second term.
5: Oh, well, that is interesting. So, God, that surprises the heck out of me because he looks like he's
1: miserable. I think. Are you surprised? Really?
5: I mean, in a way, yeah, because he just looks miserable.
1: I, uh, but I, I'm, I I'm not surprised as of right now, of course, events can change things. But I think also you had, you know, uh, from the from the White House uh, egg roll. Yeah. Or the egg. The, egg, the, the, yeah, the event es- yesterday. Yeah. The egg roll. Um the- the the (laughs) whoever was dressed up as the easter bunny was caught on camera actually guiding biden away (laughs) from talking to people so even the easter bunny has become biden's handler
5: oh my god i'm sorry
1: like that's like some i saw somebody on the it has to be jen saki underneath that bunny costume trying to get biden to stop talking about foreign policy with people visiting the white house i
12: mean like well at this point uh, politics in washington is as real as the easter bunny in pro wrestling so yeah
1: that's That's true that's a good point so masks uh Biden's second term and all that and more coming up at 3 p.m.
5: All right, Joe Cunningham hosting his own show. It's a great one. Ian, I'll talk with you soon, my friend.
12: Yep, God willing, and if the checks don't bounce, I'll be live from Bloomington, Indiana tomorrow. Bernie will be in <laughs> studio and we'll do Winging It Wednesday from 6 to 9 right here on Ustock 96.5 kpo We'll yeah. be here. We trust you'll be here, too. Let's hope
5: so. In the meantime, can we try to love one another?
12: Amen. God, God damn
15: shake,
3: convention and visitors bureau is proud to present kite best april 30th and may 1st this festival of the year is family friendly and free with kites inflatables food booths fireworks and more learn more at westbatonrouge.net
5: the fox business report is being brought to you by our lady of lords where they believe your health lives in the story of your life they listen they heal visit lordsrmc.com we listen we heal for
6: more
8: information I'm Elizabeth MacDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report.
6: Toy maker Hasbro is raising its expectations for this year. The company expects to grow despite the potential risk of losing about $100 million in Russia following its invasion of Ukraine. The company is also dealing with inflation. Hasbro's earnings were weaker than a year ago. Business dramatically improved for trucking company J.B. Hunt Transport Services in recent months. Its sales were up more than 30% in the first quarter. The Wall Street Journal says Blackstone Group is offering to buy American Campus Communities, a company that provides campus housing across the U.S. Johnson & Johnson shares are lower. Its profit top forecasts. Its revenue number was disappointing. It's raising the dividend. It pays shareholders, but it's lowering expectations for this year. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in
11: you. After 9-11, Ben Harrow couldn't wait to enlist in the Army. But in Afghanistan, Ben stepped on an IED while leading an anti-terrorism mission. Ben survived, but lost both of his legs above the knee, two fingers, and sustained injuries to his right forearm. Ben now lives in a smart home from the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which gave him back his independence despite his severe physical challenges. Help heroes like Ben. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2.